start the show. It's January 10th, 2012. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast for Test.com. Hey, it's CS Day 2. One. traditional this is only test crew you know will yeah your voice i can hear it it's starting it's beginning it's like the 20 yeah 21st hour of october cast yeah it's giving yeah you're yeah, here too course. right yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna go downstairs and get, get some decongestant i'm getting i'm getting drip is the problem i don't want to get super gross in the opening moments drip. of this podcast tmi we're, 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 you the you're the ones who brought it up it's try it is first of all cs day one it's day one yesterday was day zero yeah i understand i i corrected that mistake earlier on the site I just want it to be tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I, I have a I, my my eyes no squarely on the on the day after tomorrow. We are living in the future. Norman Chan, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. We're recording very much earlier tonight. It's shockingly early. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Showstoppers kind of sucked this year. Yeah. I mean, I'm really happy about that. I'll be perfect. I thought we were going to start this until 10:30 or 11, and here I'm going to rephrase are. that. Thank thank goodness the event we went to Showstoppers was expedient. Actually, yes. getting this show out at a decent hour for once. I know. So. Viewers on the East Coast can yeah, us can catch time. this thing. It's only midnight for them instead of 4 a.m. Yeah. And, and no crazy pre-show. No, no, no. no just a regular pre-show. vanilla podcast. Can um, we like, cancel yesterday's show and just make this episode 100? I, I thought yesterday's show, I listened to most of it last night while we were editing. It was, quite, it was pretty good. Maybe the show. Yeah. I barely remember it. Well, that's why it was good. We talked okay. a lot about things. We, we were too tired. Never going to speak up. Exhausting. Yes. I, yeah, I feel much more energized today, though. I don't know oh. why. Yesterday was so tiring, <laughs> yeah. and today I feel quite different. And yesterday was when you got the spa. I know. And it makes no How sense. How weird. Nothing. Up is down, and down is up. I slept, I slept five hours last night, and I was alive and invigorated as a result of that. So, uh, so CS day zero. Day one. Day one. Who else do we First have day. in the room? Oh, I'm, give, sorry. Give I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bad to? person. Uh, we have, uh, well, West Fenland, he's writing quietly. He's not mic'd. He's focused intently on good. Work. He's making making content happen. With reassurance right now. that we are more than just a video website. Yeah, we there's, there's words. Yes. There's words. Uh, also, in the words from Matt Braga is operating chat tonight, so he's double wordsing at least for right now. I think they're going to swap out in a little bit when Wes gets some work done. Matt's going to take the uh, the work, put the work shoes on, and and Matt's and Wes mm-hmm. is going to take over uh, chat for us. Matt wants to say hi. Uh, so hey guys, yes, Matt. Uh, so if you have questions, direct them to uh, at Bagels, I believe. Uh, on, in the chat, uh, if you guys are tuning in now, this is CSD One. It's it's uh, the show's officially on. The first real day. Yesterday was just kind of press conferences mm-hmm. and and build up. Got to give everyone the play by play. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, uh, everyone, you should be prepared. This is going to be a no compromises episode. If this is only a test, Smart. what does that mean? No compromises. What does that mean? It means that if if where we would it's normally mean we're charge a, charge a premium for it. Yeah. No. 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 Right? Where the show would normally be a thousand dollars. This is a fourteen hundred dollar. It means no that compromise. If we were gonna, if we would normally get to ninety percent, mm-hmm. I'm going to push this on straight through to hundred percent. Okay, no All compromises. Right. Okay, well let's see how that goes. No compromises. Uh, no compromises is a watchword of the show this year. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, how many times did you hear no compromises today? Uh, well, it's it's a very uh, it's a giveaway. It, it's like a it's not not everyone's yeah. saying it. 
smart is the thing that everyone's saying. Yeah, yeah. Smart. everything's got to be smart. You got smart appliances, smart apps, smart TVs, smart phones. You know, everything. All, all technology has to be smarter. Yes, because that implies better. Well, be- nobody wants dumb technology. No, no. no. I, I want easier to use, but smarter apparently is where to go. No, no compromises doesn't necessarily apply to everything. But what we found is that companies who perhaps want to charge a premium for their products mm-hmm. will say that their products have no compromises, right. which justifies the, the price. They're action. refusing to compromise on price. Oh, no. Well, they've realized that they're competing against Apple. Mm-hmm. And, right. and when you're competing against Apple, no compromises are acceptable. Right. So, yeah. um, so we, we started out the day pretty, pretty strong. We went, yeah. First point was Sony. Okay. It was a little bit late. Uh, okay, so we didn't get that much sleep. Gary and I had a great breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I was actually amazed. You know, as I get older, one of these one of the things I've noticed is that no matter how late I go to bed, I'm still awake at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So um, they, they have a great break. The the, the Planet Daily is a great breakfast they, joint, great coffee shop. Do they still run the uh, America's Funniest Home Videos style clip reel there? I didn't see anything like that. Sports. It was sports. Oh, but Norman and I, Norman and I met downstairs for breakfast and uh, discovered. Uh, a culinary delight that I, I don't know why I would have thought this is something I would have thought of yeah. my own but oh, oh. Uh, the fried chicken egg benedict which was quite quite something so it, it, you posted a picture of this to Path yes. but please describe because I didn't think such a thing was possible well it's basically an egg an egg benedict right so it has an English muffin, muffin English muffin is with, a, with, an egg, with an egg Post and hollandaise egg. sauce okay. hollandaise poached sauce. egg but instead of where you would typically have the Canadian bacon or the ham it's a big ass piece of southern fried chicken. Is there bone in, or is it just a, like a boneless, skinless fillet? Skinless fillet. It's skinless, boneless, skinless. Okay, yes. but breaded. No, boneless. Head, not boneless, boneless fillet. Boneless yeah. fillet. Okay, he- breaded heavily. Yes, and, and it was egg and hollandaise. All and over it was the top. tremendous. Mm. It looks fantastic. I'm, I'm, Norm and I both had it, and uh, we're, we're very. I'm, Planet Dailies is now my new. That's the new spot. That's the diet. I'm going to start is, every, I mean, every every day. We've only got two days here left, but I'm both. I'm going to be starting the day there. Sponsored this podcast. Sponsored by Planet Dailies. Planet very, Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Very friendly yeah, service on the Miracle. Kept Mile. the coffee topped up at all times. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a good Just place. Like it's yeah, a good place. Uh, I oh thank you, Joey. Thank you, speaking of keeping the speaking coffee topped off yeah. at all times. Good timing. Uh, you know, on late night talk shows, this is usually some sort of vodka. Cocktail. I'm not sure about that dangerous chip in the cup, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drink from this side and this side. Not this side. Okay. You know, if you're drink, if you're letting someone else drink your glass, you always drink from the, where the handle is because no one drinks from there. That way, you don't. What if What if you drink from a bottle of water, Chen? Oh, then you got to rub that. Bottle. Oh, nice job on the coffee, Joey. That is, uh, you know, we 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 thank we mentioned that Weston matter here, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew is working the video right now. Yep. Uh, Joey is is making coffee, and uh, well, Thomas is talking to Joey. I don't know what I think he's cutting video. They're both something. they're both editing. Yeah, we're we're editing furiously. Yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of good content up on the site today. The day zero wrap yesterday. Yep. Joey stayed all day in, uh, in the uh, suite, yeah. production suite, editing yeah. that. Uh, I thought it was very fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it was. I thought it was quite well done. Uh, we've got. I'm a little disappointed though that we didn't have any video producers at the Microsoft keynote because I really wanted to see that tweet choir. The tweet choir. I'm sure there might be YouTube videos. But you videos. watched the video stream. No, we left. We left. Oh, you had before. to leave before. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, I didn't actually see the tweet choir. I wanted to oh. see the handing of the uh, the awkward uh, breakup present. The yeah. The, uh, was it uh, a, a collage? Collage of memories. Yeah. A highlighted center. Vista was, square in yeah. the middle. Microsoft uh, Windows. Big Vista. middle finger. Um, and yeah, no bomber. Sorry, we had a bomber-free recap. That was yeah, a great piece of video. We had a, a bunch of hands-ons. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. The, the HP uh, NV14 Spectre. The glass, the glass lid notebook. And someone made a good point in the comments of that. Uh, because in the video, I talked about how uh, when HP announced their NV15 and 17, 
uh, a lot of people just came out and said, hey, called them out on the fact that it was a MacBook Pro ripoff. I mean, yeah. the original NVs were, they had that like brownish color. I mean, when the original uh, 15-inch NVs mm-hmm. and 14-inch NVs had that like weird texture surface, but they are clearly MacBook Pro competitors, both in price and specs. These just look like MacBook Pros with the, with the the silver design. Oh yeah, I, I mean absolutely. Like the right. key, the key tray was recessed, it's chiclet yep. keys. Yep. The trackpad transition was super smooth. Now this is a completely different looking notebook. Yes, the 14 is very different. But someone in the in the, the comments made a good point that you know instead of ripping off on the MacBook Pro, the NV14 Spectre kind of rips off the design of the iPhone, iPhone four. Well, glass front. Uh, you know, glass front with a metal band, aluminum band. Two, diff- that? two different things happening name, name here. Name two other companies. I know it's a completely different. Two other category. things. No, no, but it's yeah. not even that. One of the things is that uh, glass is a material because of the work that Corning has yes. done and, and was popularized yeah. by, yeah. by yeah. Apple mm-hmm. has become a industrial design material in a way that it wasn't 10 years ago. Yes. So but no, there are no laptops that I know of that have the top, complete glass top. That, that is... I've never seen that before. I, I, I've never seen that it before. It seems crazy. Yeah. I, I'm not sure it's a good idea. I'll be perfectly frank. We're going to get one in and test it. I'm interested yeah. to carry. I, you know, I think I'm interested to just carry it on and try it out. Basically, would you drop it? Um, I'd probably ask permission first because it's kind of a nice laptop. But I mean, always ask forgiveness. Never ask permission. That's a good point. Oh my god! Well, it fell out of my bag. Yeah, but they watched the podcast and also um, all that's all this telegraphing. Is yeah, we we just we just told them we're going to drop it and then yeah. we're going to ask forgiveness. So now we really have way to go, Chen. Or ask forgiveness ahead of time. Maybe. Uh, so speaking of uh, MacBook Air ripoffs, we saw the Samsung Series 9 today. Yes. Which is inspired by? Well, the original Series 9, which came out inspired. last year. Well, I, I was- <laughs> Gary's laughing. I just like the, like the euphemistically way in which you said that. I, I thought about air quoting it, but yeah. I thought that might be too sarcastic. I, I would say of all the Ultrabooks that we've seen and... Uh, to be clear, Samsung isn't calling this Series 9 an Ultrabook because they want to, again, no compromises on the Series 9. No, um, yeah, we are no compromises a lot it is, uh, it's, in this It's in this a premium-priced uh, notebook. Um, I think it's the least, uh, not the least, but it's one of the lesser uh, MacBook Air ripoffs in terms of design. I think the Asus ZenBook that we had. Hold on, you think it's, you think it's a lesser MacBook yeah, Air I, ripoff? I don't think it, it's, terms, it's got the gentle curve. It's a different does, it, curve. does it look more like the MacBook Air than the Asus one that we had no. yesterday? It has See, that kind no. of wedge design? That, the, the wedge design of the Asus one is clearly a MacBook Air That's the most, on design. most shameless yeah, one. Yeah, the one that Will has right yeah. now. No, From the it, side, but it's got a fat exactly. bottom. It's it's a curve, but, but from a side bottom. from a side elevation that yes. looks almost exactly like a MacBook Air. So did the Samsung? No, right. the Samsung has a different oh. curve. They call it aerodynamic. I, I would say that that design is uh, is a little more distinct. I think that using aerodynamic to describe a laptop is it's really stupid. dumb. Yeah, that is stupid. Because like when when the only time your laptop is aerodynamic is when you're accidentally huck it across the room. More intentionally, you don't want that because you're using a PC. What was that a dig? Was that an Apple thing? Yeah, maybe you're a little off tonight, Chen. Um, Zing. Uh, so the Samsung, Samsung Series Nine. Yeah. What, we saw it at the press conference. We saw it on the show floor. Yeah. Um, it's a second generation Series Nine. Uh, it's going to come in 13 inch and 15 inch. And like the NV14, I think they're very similar product categories. It's like Ultrabook plus plus. So Ultrabooks yeah. are big this year. Yes, Ultrabooks. Yes. Ultrabooks are a massive push. I mean, we talked yesterday. Intel was spending, I think, $200, $300 million. $300 million. Um, on R&D. Mm-hmm. There's a, even marketing. more money going into marketing, I'm yep. sure. It, it's, it's, a, it's a burgeoning category. Look, look, what they've done is they've trained us to like sub-three-pound laptops with netbooks. Mm-hmm. They got those in everyone's home. Everybody loves the weight and the size of those. Yeah. The problem is that they're slow and shitty. 
So ultrabooks um, are a great category. I mean, you know, once you've used a MacBook Air, it's hard to go back to humping around a you know a MacBook yeah. Pro or a big full size laptop. Well, the only time you need a big full size laptop is you're doing heavy lifting that right. a MacBook Pro can't do. Right, and most and, people are not going to don't need that much muscle. Well, and even even if you are. Norm's MacBook Air is faster than my two-year-old MacBook Pro. It's still pretty damn Pro. powerful, yes. Yep. Yeah. No, just Sandy Bridge is amazing. It's, it's crazy technology. Right. So, so um, I mean, what we think of Ultrabooks now in a couple of years will just be calling laptops again, right? Because just laptops so. will be super thin. Yeah. Yeah. It, won't, it won't be a novelty. Just, that'll just be the well, inevitable march of progress. And, and Apple did say, this is the future of the MacBook. This and they, the, they, were they were right. right. Yeah, I, mean, look at, why, I mean, they created another category. Yeah. And then, well, in terms of design, they led the way. How do these, exactly. uh, you know, I know it's easy to get seduced by the form factor and the thinness and the aerodynamicness of mm-hmm. it all. How do they compare performance-wise with the MacBook? It's essentially the same hardware inside. Okay. Uh, same CPU, same, same chipset, same, uh, same integrated graphics. Uh, you all have then, different screens. Uh, well, and, and also some people are shipping SSDs, some people are shipping hybrids, some people are using, uh, I can't remember what it's called, it's, but it's the, it's the 16 or 20 or 32 gigs of flash memory on the chipset mm-hmm. paired with a traditional spinning rotating yeah, platform drive. They're called some proprietary... It, well, it's the Intel thing in the Z68 chipset. So if I'm in the market for a super thin uh, Ultrabook-style laptop, mm-hmm. it's really, there's not much in it other than what OS flavor I'd prefer. Um, well, I mean, when... There are differences in terms of like ports and battery life, obviously. Yeah, uh, so, some resolution. have optical drives. I think the Ultrabooks mostly are starting off with a lower resolution, low resolution screen. Yeah, these Ultrabook Plus Plus, you know, no compromise laptops uh, have really nice sixteen hundred by nine hundred resolution screens, yeah. and I, I like that. I like this category. I like yeah. I like the Ultrabook well, thing. You know, it, it's it's nice because in the old days, the first time I saw a sub three pound laptop, it cost twenty five hundred dollars, right? Yeah, and it was kind of shitty. It was a Toshiba, and you'd hold the corners and kind of wiggle it, and the whole thing flexed in a way that made me really uncomfortable about a $2,500 laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about five years ago. So in five years, we've gone from executive, the kind, you know, the kind of thing that Balmer carries around, right? Somebody that, that, that is the, you know, not, not the guy that gets the computer that IT hands him, but the guy that says, hey, this is the computer I want to IT, the executive, the executive right. laptop. And that's now the, the mainstream choice. For light computing users, you know, mail, email, productivity stuff, all that. It's fantastic. I think it's really exciting. I think it's only going to proceed from there. Although, you know, right now the interesting stuff that's happening there is material science, not necessarily computer design. There's also a lot of differentiation in uh, the keyboards and the trackpads. Right. Laptops. Yeah, so, I, mean, they, I mean, we can say, you know, you, you look at that and at first glance you go, oh, it looks very much like a MacBook Air. Yes. But once you actually open it and get a feel for it, they, they definitely have their own identities. Yeah. Yes. Well, and the big differentiators, like Norm said, Keyboards, trackpads, screen. Keyboards and trackpads, especially, are going to differentiate these. The ASUS stuff has traditionally done really poorly with the trackpads. It's a huge. Bummer. I think a lot of that is in Windows. I think wait for Windows eight. Windows I, Windows seven. It has not been a very good multi-touch. Trackpad. I'm not even talking about multi-touch. I'm talking about hitting your finger on there and it not being instantly responsive. The, this this is definitely possible. They We've all seen use it done. synaptic trackpads. No, they don't. Oh, well, There's three or four different vendors, and some of them are really really bad. Okay. Um, so so you can a, save a couple of bucks and you make a product that people are going to hate. Does it look like, the, of all the uh, Ultrabooks that are coming out of CES, the ones that you've seen so far, is there like a clear champion, like the flagship, the one that you would recommend? Well, it's, it's really tough to say because you really need to use the keyboard and, keyboard and trackpad for a fairly significant period of time to know how it's going to work out. Right. Um, you, you don't want to have... Uh, like, I, I have to sit down and type. You can't always... Tell when you're just sitting down and, and, and banging out a couple of words. Like on this Asus, the shift key sticks 
on the Samsung that was on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, we had some sticky keys too. But you never know if that's actually a problem. Right, right. Because it could just be because it's a floor model and 300 people have bashed on But there isn't day. one based on like the sexiness or the specs or like things that are readily, you can see just like the first glass. There isn't one that's like really distinguished from the others. Well, when they're all sub three pounds, I kind of don't care uh, what it looks like. Is I, I'm interested more in weight and, and keyboard and trackpad right. than how it looks. And uh, also to be clear, the HP Envy 14 is more than three pounds. Yeah, because of the glass. Just probably. under four pounds. Just under four yeah, pounds. Yeah, because, they can, I mean, you know, as, as much as we love beautiful-looking technology, mm-hmm. eventually there comes a point where you're, you know, you're tired of just staring at it lustfully and you've got to live with using it every yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and honest to God, if you've had a laptop with a bad trackpad, it is... Without a doubt, the most frustrating thing on a day to day basis. Yeah, especially ever. if you if you I mean, one thing that Apple does very well is those glass trackpads are yes. beautiful. Oh, they they'll. It's not that they're beautiful. It's that they they're they're better than a mouse. Right. I mean, I, for everything but games and maybe some fine Photoshop detail work, I would much rather use the glass trackpad. Well, and any time that I've gone back to using a, a Windows uh, laptop trackpad after having used yeah. the, the MacBook ones for a while, it's like, oh my god, what the hell is going on? It really are the things like the screen, the trackpad, and the keyboard things you are in. You know. D- d- Direct contact with, yeah. mostly, right? With you know, that's three of your senses there, two of your senses, right? Not like the Ethernet thing, right? Like I, the thing right. I don't like the MacBook Air, it doesn't have Ethernet port. Samsung Series Nine does, yeah. That's a plus four. Only the fifteen-inch one, though. Right. The thirteen. No, thirteen-inch has a dongle. Oh, right, exactly. It has a little mm-hmm. micro thing. Um, so we talked about laptops a lot. There are a lot of Ultrabooks out there. Intel had a wall of Ultrabooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samsung had. Maybe not all. They're not calling them all ultrabooks. They're essentially, you know, sub three pound. Right. The one ultrabook that we talked about yesterday that Samsung does have has an optical drive, and we were less interested in that one. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Let's so backtrack a little bit. Sony. Yeah. Uh, Sony was the first booth we stopped at. It was, it was a pretty good booth. And you know, I actually I like Sony as a company, um, in spite of itself. Like the, a lot of its. Like ecosystem things, I don't really care about, but the actual yeah. products individually, well, it, I do but, like. In fairness, it's not just Sony that their ecosystem stuff is weird. Samsung has their whole media hub. It's not very good. Yeah, Acer, yes. Acer does yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's trying to copy the iTunes store. They're they're eight, ten years too late at this point. Right, but Sony thinks they can do it better because they're in the movie business. They're in the music business. Right. Plus, they make you know but phones that, and they make TVs. It's interesting though because being in those businesses gives them vested interests that make it harder for them to make good decisions for the consumer. Sure, uh, and 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 they you know good decisions for you and me may not be good decisions for Sony yes. Pictures. Yes. So, um, so, so despite this, stuff, yes, despite the stuff, yeah. we had to get that out of the way because the majority cool of things stuff. that we saw there were actually pretty cool. Yeah, let's let's go in the order of what we saw first. We, so we saw the binoculars, the macro binoculars, the yeah. Luke Skywalker. Remember? Oh, I mean, I, I remember talking about. Them oh on my the, god, on the podcast. Are they cool? They are. They are super, super stupid, but awesome. Yeah. So, so, so give me the give me the quick. Yeah, okay. what are they? So remember, it, literally, you know, in the Star Wars Episode Four, the Star Wars One, the good one. Yes, I remember those binoculars. Luke yes. Skywalker, he takes them up off his belt. He's looking for, for R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yes. Click, click, click. There's a little HUD. All of that is there. Okay. It's the, that. And, and it's two sensors on the front, so it's in 3D. So it's like a real pair of binoculars. Oh. You get independent screens in each eye. There's giant eye cubs that go around your whole eye, so they shield the whole thing. All that screens. You turn uh-huh. from side to I side, and, and, and you're literally you can zoom in. 20 times, there's digital zoom beyond that. It's all image stabilized, both physical image stabilization and digital image stabilization. And it, it's it's and you and can, can record. You capture? Yeah, you put a pop SD card in there, take okay. photos, or record. 720p, 1080p, 3D video. This it's, sounds like a godsend for pervs it's, everywhere. It's, Gary, it's for bird watching. Yeah, I bet now, it is. Now, hold on. 
bird watching is a legitimate hobby. It is a niche hobby, perhaps. Birds in the colloquial I, sense? I'm talking or... about things with wings and feet. Okay. Um, this, is, this is one of those pieces of technology mm-hmm. where as soon as you hear about it, yeah. you're just waiting for that first news story of some guy getting you know, arrested. I hadn't even thought of the perv angle until you said this. I literally... Oh, really? I, we were sitting there, I'm thinking, this is awesome for bird watchers. Because the thing about bird watchers is okay. you, you, you go out and you take the picture of the bird and you have a list of birds that you have seen and you check it off. People who are hardcore about bird watching will travel to different parts of the country... Just where they haven't seen a lot of the birds that live there. Okay. I'm not one of those people. Do you think that's the... Is, is this... Did Sony say we're going after the bird watcher they, He said that they had, a, they had an outing for bird watchers uh, because they were so into this product. And they wow. took them out and it blew them away. But they've got, really, to, they've got to be imagining that there's a market beyond just... That's very niche to say <laughs> Well, they're a little bit expensive. It's a very niche product. Yeah. I, like, you really have to struggle to think of... Aside from maybe sports and... You know, recreational. I mean, nature. Think of how fantastic it would be if you're if you're like if you have season tickets to football games. You're up in the upper decks, and you, and you want to go down, and you you can use it's your having front row seats, <laughs> right? And you can record the stuff that's awesome. If yeah. you can afford a twelve hundred dollar pair of binoculars, no, twenty one hundred twenty one hundred dollar pair of binoculars, you can afford better than the nosebleed seats for well, sports games. Maybe, but the the nosebleed seats are are a low cost annual expenditure. The $2,100 macro binoculars are a, are a one-time expense. I really don't see them selling a lot of these. You could, you could capture every time Tebow takes a knee. Every time. If you're listening, Will just took a knee. I took a knee. I, a half <sighs> knee. I didn't, I didn't do a full Tebow. Just a half Tebow. Uh, it was very cool technology. Not very It practical. sounds great. I'd love to check it out yeah. again. It, this it, is, it, it, does, it seems like yeah. something out there on the, kind of the fringe, well, well, interesting yeah. part of the Sony yeah. universe. Remember when there were totally. Sony stores and you'd go to the Sony store and there was always something ridiculous? Well, yeah, you're never going to buy yeah. the Sony store. Yeah. All the high-end crazy shit that I could never yeah. afford, but it was fun to kind of so laugh. What is Gabe at Penny Arcade is well-known for going to the Sony store and spending tons of money on ridiculous stuff like robot dogs. Yes. Yeah. This is a yeah. robot dog. This, this definitely is in the Ibo yeah. But it's more, it's more useful than Ibo. Right. If you're a bird watcher. Right. But they're, not, they're obviously not imagining to sell a well, ton of these. The other side of this is it's, this is the first time they release this product. If this is a product that starts to move... It could become cheaper and more it, mass Yeah, market. I mean, if they, keep, if they keep iterating, then it'll mm-hmm. get cheaper and better each time. So okay. Digital binoculars yeah. are the future. Yeah. It sounds very cool. Everything Do they look sexy? Cool. Do they look kind of high? No, no. They, they look really I dirty. thought they look really cool. Well, they look cool, yeah. but, but they're lady repellent. Just I mean, it, it's, like, it's massive. It's All right, I'm going to want to see them later, I'm sure. Yeah. I know you have lots of buttons. It's good that you say that, because we have a whole video dedicated Wonderful. to these fantastic Wonderful. binoculars. Look, yep. I look forward to um, seeing it. And we also have some video that we shot with the binoculars, yeah. so you can see what it looks okay. like. Yeah, but, but not in 3D. Card. Not, obviously not. We didn't do 3D because no. we didn't want to have to, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a pain for those guys to separate 3D images out. Are they heavy? Formats. Uh, probably about two pound and a half, two pounds. Yeah. I would guess, maybe a little heavier. The little though. rings you put your they were you know, solid. strap in, so you can put them right. on your neck. You can carry them on your neck without yeah. feeling like you're being. Uh, probably. I think I think they're a little heavier for the neck, but not too heavy for the hands. You might do one of those, like one hand under the arm slings, like the over the shoulder thing. You could pop up. Okay. George McFly, bird watching yeah. on the tree. There, there, there's a handful of. I don't think George McFly was bird watching. Uh, they're no heavier than a pair of like big, high power, like right. Yeah, you know, that you have on a boat. Regular binoculars. If you know, if you had a yacht, these things would be badass. If I was your, making a really cool action chamber. movie, right, or futuristic movie, uh-huh. I would use them as a prop. Right. 
So they would look appropriate. So while we're in the uh, the, the stuff stuff for the one percent, well, let's talk about the next thing we saw was the Vita. Well, I, okay, okay yeah, I think that's for well, the one yeah, percent, probably too. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm kidding. I, oh, you saw the you hands on with the Vita. Finally, had hands on right. with the Vita. Everyone, is, it seems like everyone's used the PS Vita except us. After Sony bounced us from their E3 yes. uh, booth this last year at mm-hmm. E3, and it's already out. Yeah, but we saw it on the show floor. Yeah, we got to take hands uh, on. And remember how yesterday we were talking about reality distortion effect? Yeah, right? and. and and from the press conferences, nothing moved us, right? Mm. You know, these sharp dancing, parading with their portable TVs. That was not yeah. exciting. They weren't yeah. going to convince us. That was a lot of a lot of sizzle on right. the, the smart TV on top of the smart car. Sizzle. I still think that's really Listen. dumb. Yeah, really, really dumb. There are some fashion models walking around with mm-hmm. TVs. Right, mm-hmm. not doing it in a way that you'll never think of again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so seeing the, the PSV. Yeah, uh-huh. the first okay. seeing it. Yeah, I, I described it as. It's how I remember seeing the PSP for the first time. And you have to think back when the PSP first came out, before there were iPhones, yeah. before there were smartphones. It was a huge screen. It was huge for that. I mean, if you look at it now, it looks like When was, did it come out? 2002? I think it was 06. 06, really? 06. No, it was no, before 06. PS3. I think it was, I think it was 06. Uh, can we get a fact check from the chat, Matt? Winter. Uh, yeah, we haven't talked, checked in with Matt Braga yet. Yes. Do we have uh, any, any uh, comments or questions from the chat? Uh, one of the comments is everyone loved Gary Socks earlier. Socks uh, who, who's comment? Uh, who, who asked? Do you remember? Like, uh, so there are guys. Yeah. I don't remember who socks. started. It was just okay. everyone started talking about People like the my chat socks. in general likes Gary's yeah, Argyle. The, the tested yeah. viewership has always had very good taste. I, you I, know, and we made a point of not talking about clothes today. It was a new... Second 100 episodes. Yeah, good for you. I'd, like, I'd, I'd be happy to completely We're, we're ditching the clothes talk. Exactly. We're not going to talk about memes anymore. No. Uh, well, no. Well, no, hold no, on. No, 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 no. no. Let's goal. not throw yeah, the yeah, baby exactly. out with the bathwater. <laughs> it's, it's, it's time to let things go. It's no, a fresh no. start. I, I, I no doubt you second that Second 100 way. episodes. Oh, it reminds me later on, I'm going to talk about my, uh, my great billboard idea. Oh, this is a terrible, okay. terrible idea. So, yeah. Massive uh, Is that the only comment from the chat? No, there was a bunch of stuff earlier. There Putting numbers in the chat for some reason. Uh, someone earlier wanted to know, and I think... Well, we asked for a date. Okay. Are they dates? Are they in the form of dates? Uh, lots of 60s. I don't know why. I'm uh, pretty sure the PSP didn't come out in the 60s. No, I don't know. Everyone okay. would have been awesome no if it did. Inclusive. 2004 in Japan, 05 everywhere else. Yeah, he was just playing Luminez. Yeah. Yeah. So what everybody yeah. always played with PSPs. So maybe it was 04 so, uh, or 05. Uh, let's get back on track. Yeah. You said, did you have like a little uh, uh, like I saw, Eureka, I get I, it now I'm gonna, type experience? I'm going to say, yeah. I saw the five-inch screen in person. Yeah. I mean, I, we saw it at E3, but you, you see it, you see it, it's vibrant, it looks really good. Uh-huh. Um, it was very, I, I immediately felt an urge to give them my credit card. So it made, made you want one? Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to buy one still. Okay. Yeah, probably. There was a high, high covet later. factor on that. The covet meter went... I'm fully, you know, as, 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 as you know, I've been very negative about the Vita, but I'm fully willing to, to beat a retreat on it. If you put it in my hand, I'm like, holy shit, this is great. Well, and after the talk we had last night with those guys, which uh, that podcast will be up tonight. I, I just have, I didn't, I couldn't, I, I was up until like three last night. I couldn't do it last night. Yeah, so you, you guys are doing crazy amounts as um, it is. So the PS Vita, uh, we got to use the interface, uh, yeah. try a game or two. Yeah. yeah. Um, Looks solid. I mean, keep on forgetting it's it's two hundred fifty dollars, but it comes with basically no storage, and you need to buy the yeah, memory card. You gotta put some so storage you're looking at three twenty five, three fifty yeah. by the time you buy a game and a memory card. But I think people who are willing to spend that much money on games, and if hopefully the games are you know good enough quality to warrant yeah. that price, well, and many then the, I don't think people are gonna get ripped uh, off. Well, one of the things the guy did say is, assuming you're not doing like creation stuff in Little Big Planet, most of the launch games will have yeah. enough storage on the cards in order to play. And what is the U.S. launch date? February 22nd. Okay, so just around the corner. Yeah, it's, it's, don't it's, import one. It's not worth no. importing it. Wait for the U.S. launch. 
uh, more people will have hands-on time with it. Yeah. You know, since after, or I, by I mean, then, I, what we'll do, we should buy one for the office and then I'll take it apart. Yeah, okay. That's um, two videos. Right. Sure. Wow. Absolutely. Two videos. We'll yeah. destroy something beautiful. It's, it's, We're committed It's now. pretty beautiful. What, what was the last um, thing we took apart? It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, Kindle. Kindle, uh, fourth gen Kindle. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, t- the non-touch, the one with the buttons. Um, I, look forward, I look forward to, to getting hands-on with it. Uh, yeah. Well, also, the, the one thing I did notice though was load times, at least on these demo units. Were, so they were said very long. Now that we we had we were heavily disclaimed very, on this. Very very long load times. They said that the reason it was slow. I think you were talking to the other guy at this point. This may or may not be true. You know, you, you always know how this how this is on the floor. Um, it said that because it was an incomplete build, of the load games. times were slow because they didn't have all the players in the game and it was looking for stuff that wasn't there and that was causing problems. Okay. I don't okay. I we'll find out in a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, that, that that'll come out in the wash yeah. soon enough. Yeah, 8 8 weeks away that would basically, su- 7 I, weeks I, away. Long load times would, would long, that for me. There's no reason to have long load times yeah. on a on a uh, no. flash memory based yeah. media. I mean there's absolutely none. Uh, so yeah, uh, pleasantly surprised by the PS Vita. I might have to eat some eggs about that. Uh, I, I think uh, I think I think every one of us made predictions. About well, the PS I don't think Vita. anyone ever. PS Vita. I don't think anyone ever seriously tried to combat the the notion that it's an impressive piece of hardware. It's no. whether or not it's something people actually want and is going to sell. Yes. Well, I mean, after yesterday's conversation with with Mark and 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 Pactor and those guys, Mark yeah. Rand and Pactor and those guys, you know, I I think I think that Sony probably has a way to make has a business on that. That's going to make money from the audience, from the even if it's a niche audience and that's interested in a high-powered gaming. I mean, I thought Mark Rain said some interesting, made made some very good points last night about how if you look at the 3DS and really the history of all major console launches, that you know a a lot of a lot of great consoles like the 3DS, like the uh, the Xbox 360, have had very inauspicious launches. You know, yeah. and then after a while, then they found their feet. Most, in fact, have had inauspicious launches. Yeah, I mean, and the N sixty four launched with two games. That's right. Yes. Maybe it was more than that, but it was a very small number of games. Well, the consoles. Yeah. I mean, consoles you can be in it for the long haul. With like smartphones. Oh really man, can. don't ever say that. Now I heard uh, Balmer. I'm surprised you guys didn't make any more hay out of this. That Balmer actually said uh, we're in this for the long term at one of his. Uh, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He yeah. sort of went Windows for the long term was or the Xbox quote. Live, one of those. One I of think it's, it's for Windows Phone Seven, and you know what? I I'm kind of skeptical about that. No, I, no, I think right. if 2012 isn't good for Windows Phone, then I don't think they're going to put more we've, money. We've said it before. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Okay. Phones and tablets mm-hmm. are the future for Microsoft. If they are not making OSs for phones and tablets, then they uh, their business is yeah. Is phones and tablets is not like a little kind of niche experimenting thing they can just decide they're going to give up on. Like it's pretty pretty fundamental stuff. Right. If you have one one or two computers per house and five smartphones per house, mm-hmm. what are they going to make more money selling? Uh, computer OSs or smartphone OSs? Smartphone OSs. Right. Absolutely. Um, I just want to say, Joey. Out of the park on this cup of. I think his headphones on, so he can't hear me. It is a great cup of coffee, Joey. A plus, man. That's uh, why I have Joey make all my coffee at yeah, the office. I'll yeah, to, I'm, I'll, I'm ready for. I'm ready for another cup. I'll anytime, have to take uh, you your know. word for it. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, man. We I know. Th- th- thanks for the offer. Well, it's you, you know, it's. Uh, I, I no, that's all right. I, 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 I had one yesterday. It's we'll amazing beverage that we'll, no one else here. Can we'll we'll top you off when you're uh, you know when, when 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 we take the next break. Okay. Um, also, Tony, last uh, couple of things. We saw the Vita uh, mirrorless camera. Well, no, let's go on. The next thing we saw. Speaking of one percent things. Oh yeah, I know you wanted to talk about and something that you. We're personally interested in what's yeah. that? The 4K projector. Yeah, oh I was interested God. in 4K. Yeah. So we've talked a lot of smack about 4K, uh, mainly because uh, there's I, no I content. I did not talk about we, we, smack. There's no reason for 4K with no with no 4K media format. It's, it's a chicken I and egg problem. I distinctly remember us all saying that chicken egg problem. 
Uh, Speaking of eggs. We thought that there would be 4K for uh, passive 3D TVs. So you yeah. can show 1080p content yeah. without, without... Or 2K at least. Yeah, right. Yeah. You show 2K content uh, and you lose so when, when we say 4K TVs, we mean it's 4,000 lines of vertical resolution. So it's something like 4096 by 2160, I think, is the resolution generally on, on 4K. So it's, it's essentially um, as... As uh, 1080p is essentially four times the screen space mm-hmm. of 480p, 4K is essentially four times the screen space. Like a t- it's four 1080p sets worth of pixels yes, right, in yeah, one 4K right, TV. Yeah. But where's the content? Well, there are some cameras now that no, can shoot 4K. Right. Okay. It's I know, but what about? No, it doesn't four. matter. Is it four? It's four. Okay, sorry. Yeah. It's four. Um, so uh, Sony has a 4K projector and. Uh, they've seen we've seen pictures of them before, 16. and you're thinking too too much in the math. Well, math is hard. Math is hard. Uh, and the projector is actually the first thing is it's really big. It's massive. Um, like how big? Like when you th- think of home projector because it's, uh, it's look at this table. Home, right? This table is okay. two feet by two feet. Right. It's, it's uh, two li- feet by two feet by about a foot and a half. Yeah. It's, it, if you put it on so that almost table, as big as this end table here, it would be yeah. as big, almost, and not as tall, but as, almost. Do you remember the, Do you remember the old analog CRT projectors that had a red tube, a green tube, and a yellow tube, yes. and they all were right there, yes. same size as that? Okay. Maybe a right. little so bit pretty big. All right. Yes. Um, but uh, as Sony's will be quick to, to let you know, it's mm-hmm. like one third the size of projector you'd find in a movie theater, right? A digital yes. projector, which right. is also for. Yeah, we didn't ask what the bulbs cost on this, right? Oh wait, it's oh. L cost. So there's no yeah. bulbs. It's it's liquid uh, crystal and silver. And you got to remember, you talk about 4K. Again, it all comes back down to, back down to like what is the actual content that's being projected, yes. right? We have, they, there are 4K movie theaters, and yes. many of the digital projections, but when you're not actually <laughs> watching 4K content, even in a movie theater. What are you even, watching in a movie theater? Even Avatar is only 2K. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. No so way. I, here's something else I discovered interesting. So I made, I made a tweet earlier this morning saying, hey, if 4K uh, is going to be a thing, that's great for me because my movie mm-hmm. was shot natively in 4K. We oh, got a 4K re-release, and I ended up, ended up chatting with a, with a movie director, a friend of mine who understands a lot about the digital production process, and saying, well... You say that, it may have natively been shot in 4K, yeah. but when it goes through the digital and immediate process when the special effects are added in, it gets downscaled to, they would have to redo all the special effects in 4K for it to be truly 4K. It's kind of like Next Generation, they shot it right on tape, yes. on film, right? but they, they all so the there's gonna be stuff. Uh, My prediction yeah. is going to be these 4K uh, systems will come out, but in terms of the content, there will be a certain amount of bullshit upscaling going on. There won't be a lot of native, true 4K content it's out very there. Very good to know. So, for a long time. Interesting you say bullshit upscaling. Right. Because the, we went in to see this demo, and of course, te- demos at CES, it, you don't do a demo at CES if you can't make it the best possible condition. It's very controlled. Control right? We go into a very, very dark room, mm-hmm. very dark room, yep. uh, about, what, 25 seats probably, yeah. 18 seats. Uh, very very dark. Uh, ten feet away from the screen, it's a 182 inch screen. Yep. A very reflective, good uh, Sony screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we see the demo. The demo is three parts. Uh, there's a 1080p trailer from David Fincher's version of uh, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mm-hmm. uh, upscaled. So. Yes. We get to see what the upscaler looks like. Yep. Second part is... Did they do any kind of comparison, like here's 1080p? They and doesn't didn't like that. They didn't do a comparison. Okay. No, naturally they didn't do the comparison. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are two... That, that comparison is dangerous, right? Because people with good eyes are going to see things that, that you're, you're really... Right. They don't want you to see. Right. And it's also hard for them... Then, then the 1080p side is going to be fake 1080p because the pixels are going to be four times as big. So it's not really going to upscale. Right. Unless they actually Unless they had two had projectors. A, yeah, one projector and then stopped it and had another one. Right. Side by side. Like that yeah, one. some crazy thing. Yeah. Um, 
eight megapixel images, native resolution on the on the big on the big screen. So, mm-hmm. so photos, yeah, photos. Okay, and then they showed a 4K native trailer for the Amazing Spider-Man, which is yes. being shot on Reds. Right. Okay. Uh, so now that we know, well, everything's amazing, but the 4K native shot video stuff for the Amazing Spider-Man. Now we know that because I had CG stuff in it. Yeah. Probably also, you know. Well, I don't know what they're doing on this. On this CG new jumped one. out. I thought. I don't, I, I've never seen that trailer in the theater or up close like that. Okay. In, t- in terms of like the native 4K live action elements, yeah. we all remember when we saw HD for the first time, we were like, oh yeah. my God, this not, do you have a, is uh, it a similar leap? No. Well, okay. but here's the thing. The difference is if you took 1080p and blew it up to that 182 inches, yeah. you would the see pixels the would be the size of a, right. of a, yes. of a dime, yes. right? Enormous pixels. It looked like being in a, in a movie theater. It was as good as yes. uh-huh. watching it in a... Well, you remember when we went to IMAX and saw the Dark Knight prologue, how yeah. sharp that yes. image was. Yes, yes. It's well, that, like that's that. to do with that's IMAX camera. Right. It's tough to say without side-by-side comparison with this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know people who've had home theater, like who have nice home theaters, mm-hmm. but obviously not many of them have 4K projectors. They have 1080p right. projectors. Right. right. Even in a really nice home theater, watching with a four, uh, 1080p projector... Right. It doesn't feel like a movie theater, mm. right? You can kind of tell that right, it's like a right, home projector, right. right? This looked like movie theater. Yeah, this, That's this, cool. this, and it looked like a good movie theater. Right. You know, you've been to good digital projection, you've been to bad digital mm-hmm. projection. This looked like yeah. this looked really good. Yeah. And the amazing thing to me was even the 1080p one. Uh, had they not said this is 1080p being upscaled, I don't think I would have been able to tell on a single viewing. If well, I sat and watched it four or five times in a row, that's kind of I like would have the, been well, I mean, the 1080p thing, right? If that's, actually, if that's true and that really works, then that's actually great news because eventually we're going to get double-dipped again on 4K re-releases of all our favorite right. movies. Yeah. But if the upscaling is actually really good, then that's great that we can take the Blu-rays we already bought yes. and enjoy them in a, but in also, a new and improved way. It's, you know, they've done that test where they showed people 720p video and then 1080p video. Right. And people can't tell. You can't difference. tell the difference. At a certain point, you can't tell the difference. Right, and and, and with the four K stuff, especially, it's only going to matter on big TVs. I, I think fifty fifty five inches and bigger. At least, I mean, this was one hundred eighty two inches. That's what uh, thirty feet. No, one hundred eighty inches would be uh, uh, 10, 12, 16 well, feet, something like that. One hundred fifty. I don't know. Feet? Math is hard. Math no, it's not one hundred fifty feet. No, 15 feet. Fifteen feet. Yeah, there 15 we go. Fifteen feet. This That's is right. the, the lesson is feet. when we're on low sleep. Never do math. Never. Ever. This we're is what not, we have We are not engineers. For. We have a question um, from the chat? Uh, actually, I just wanted to point out, when I was at the Sharp um, briefing earlier, what was interesting is they had two TVs set up. What, they were both 4K. Uh, one was running a 1080p stream, uh, and the other one was running an up-converted 1080p stream. And uh, you could tell the difference. The 1080p stream that was up-converted looked really nice. If so they hadn't the told me, good. yeah. If they hadn't told me it was 1080p right. upconverted, I would have thought it was right. Good. This is so, so. This is this is pretty great. Then, so we can watch yeah. it. We can take our dust off all our Blu-rays and and enjoy them. Yeah. In, in TV Plus 2015 starts now. So now you were talking about a projector. You said that there are also like just regular TV screens that are doing this as well. Yeah. These these were 4K panels. Yeah. Okay. And, and were were the sharp ones crazy thick? The Sony 4K panels were like nine inches thick. Uh, I can't remember the offhand. They were mounted no, no, no. on the wall. I mean, from the wall. Oh, okay. Wow. Huge. Uh, back to the. I wanted to go back to the scaler. Would you would knowing that it was 1080p upscaled, I knew what to look for and knew where knew where scalers have problems. Uh, looking at the stubble on Daniel Craig's cheek in that trailer, you could see some noise. That's a problem with the upscaling. Uh, at the end of that trailer, you know where she's running away, or either toward or away from a lake, and there's kind of gentle ripples on the lake. You see noise there. Uh, it could also have been because the, you know it's kind of he, that's shot a little bit grainy. I think I haven't yeah. seen the movie yet. Yeah. Um, but it, it was it's a really impressive, really impressive upscale. Right, I'm pretty right psyched about it. I, um, I want to I want to see this 4K. So when we talk about being I think for the one percent, 
This yeah. is a $25,000 projector. Holy shit. I think, yeah. and we didn't ask what the bulbs cost. Oh, it's all cost, so no bulbs. Uh, I, I think um, I think Steven Spielberg probably already has one in his home theater. Yeah. But I, I, I would Peter say... Peter Jackson can afford like a collection of red cameras. Right. He probably has one of these for, right. for his own. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. All those guys wearing Oakley uh, gas yeah. can exactly. 3D glasses. Uh, let's see, what else? Sony, while we're on this, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the cameras yeah. a little bit. Um, after Sony, we rolled over to Samsung. Yep. Straight, straight to Samsung. Uh, of course, a couple of things they weren't showing. Uh, yeah. We didn't get to see the TV with the slot. Mm-hmm. No slots on the floor. Oh, I wanted to the see modular, the modular, modular, uh, modular yeah, app the, TV. Yes, yeah. The app engine. Why didn't basically. they have that? Uh, I, I think they said it's uh, the, the thing that they showed in the press conference is a prototype design. It will be in this year's TVs, but what they showed may not be representative of what the final hardware has. Okay. Um, I wonder if that means we're going to see an MHL device that's an upgrade for that. I mean, it may be that there's no slot. That MHL is just the upgrade path for that for, stuff. For apps? For apps. Oh, it's just for apps. In yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Also, we've talked about the Series 9 uh, laptop, obviously, already. Uh, a couple of Android devices. Yes. And this is, uh, I think it's going to, uh, people are going to either hate us or totally agree with us, but, you know, I think there have been maybe too many Galaxy tabs. No! Let's, let's see if we can name them all. Can okay. we collect them all? Sure. So the very first Galaxy Tab came out on T-Mobile. Remember, yes. this was a 7-inch running Froyo that we, had, we bought yes. at the office. It was yes. kind of thick, kind of chunky, but remember in my review, I said I liked it because of the 7-inch form factor. You liked you liked, liked that you could palm it. Yes. And then you put it in the drawer by my desk, and it stayed there ever since. Yes. So you liked it that much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have an iPad. Okay. And then, uh, <coughs> since then, they've released the 10.1. Which was, yes. uh, that was Honeycomb. That's a, essentially a, a 16 by 9 yes. iPad. Yes. And uh, it, it was, people called it a big iPad rip. It's the one that they, they're fighting with Apple. It's very thin. Yes. It's, it's got the same it's bezel. It's thin. Remember? Because originally, uh, there was actually, they stopped production on the ones they were going to release in Europe because they wanted to make it even thinner. It was the one I saw right. at CTIA. Right. And they, they made the camera worse just to make it that much thinner. Yeah. Under a pound. It was like 454. I do grams. like under a pound. Yes. It's good. It, it was definitely light. Yeah. Um, so that came out. I don't know if it sold well. Um, and then they had uh, some European releases, the 7.0, okay. the 8.9 in the U.S. And then here at the show, they announced 7.7 for the U.S. Okay. With LTE and also the Galaxy Note, so technically not a Galaxy Tab, Galaxy Note, uh, which is a 5.3-inch uh, tablet. Well, no. Five, phone. Tablet. Is it a phone or is it a tablet? It's, ga- it's Galaxy Note. Is I read that off the side of a truck. Phone or a tablet? Phone, question okay. mark, tablet, question mark. It's Galaxy Note. So the 7.7 LTE, is the th- let's talk about that first because it's okay. easier to explain. Yeah. Getting closer <laughs> back to the 7-inch form factor. Inching, like. inching toward the Norm's yes. favorite, favorite Android tablet, yeah. uh, which was light. also the worst software on an Android tablet also. Yeah, it's still, still running Honeycomb, still the same TouchWiz UI that was on the uh, 8.9. Um, and, I mean, it has LTE, sure, great, but yeah. I... Uh, I'm going to take a, a short break. Hey, Matt, can you keep an eye on my laptop and make sure that it stays recording? If there's any error messages or anything like that, then just uh, you know, give us a shout. Looks looks good. Just check it every once in a while. I meant to ask you that before we started, and I realized I didn't. I didn't want to lose the podcast. Sure. So. Um, 7.7 is LTE on Verizon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I guess this is exciting. I, I, yeah, I don't know why they're still uh, – why they're showing – I guess these aren't technically new products because both the Note and the 7.7, which is like a variant of the 7.0. Yeah. But they've been out in Europe, right? Yeah. These are just uh, American releases. I don't think they're going to sell well. Everyone's kind of waiting for ice cream sandwich tablets yeah. to come out. Um, holding the 7.7 made me want more than ever and 
iOS seven-inch tablet. We saw uh, that iPad way. Mini. Yeah, we Whatever saw. You want to call we it. saw. We saw a lot of gingerbread today. We saw a lot of honeycomb. Yes. I don't think we saw any ice cream sand. Well, the Galaxy Nexus was on display in the Samsung group. We didn't even look at it because we've already seen it. Yes. Um, we you know, we saw an Xperia phone. I forgot about. Uh, well, yeah, we can go back and talk okay. about that. Yeah. Um, we'll do that after we talk about the about about the mm-hmm. note. I think that what's I think that what Samsung is doing and some other vendors as well is I think that they're just trying new sizes because they think that's the problem with Android tablets. I think they haven't cracked really? the form factor yet. Yeah, it seems like every new one is like one quarter more of an inch this way or that way until really? they find the one that people actually. No, no, yeah. I can tell them right now, seven inches. No, the problem is the software. It's not the size. Well, the Kindle Fire sung really well. No tablet fire agree on the seven-inch mm-hmm. size because Apple is not making one right now. It's their opportunity, and then spend all that R and D making better UI or better UX, yeah. and then and it will sell well. Don't don't have ten different SKUs, yeah. five different SKUs, it, it, yeah, but with I, the same UI. But I asked one of the That's people who was as good as I was. <laughs> when I asked somebody who was showing a Samsung tablet to name the Samsung tablets, we should have done it on camera because it was really funny. Yeah, none of them could do it. Yeah, they're trained to name what's on the floor. I, I understand, but I mean, there's like eight of them. It's a ridiculous number yeah. of tablets. Um, so yeah, the seven point seven LT looks fine. The TouchWiz stuff looked responsive. Um, I don't know who it has been waiting for this, waiting for LT on a seven point seven inch tablet, and would want yeah. to buy this now, and couldn't wait. And it's going to be on contract. Yeah, yeah, and couldn't wait for a honeycomb release. Yeah, or I mean, ice cream sandwich release. Ice, yeah, I mean, I, ice cream sandwich is clearly yeah. the thing to wait for if you're on if you're looking for an Android tablet right now. The um, note was more interesting. Yeah, so the note, um, the note's running gingerbread. First off, three point two point three point seven, yes. I believe. So it kind of is like phone OS expanded yeah. tablet, um, which I, I think they say is it a phone or is it a tablet? I think the fact that it's running gingerbread means it's a phone. It's a phone. Yeah. Uh, it also has a stylus. So do you remember HTC had? I've seen the note. I actually think it's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you saw it earlier. Yeah. yeah. So th- it's been on sale. They're just releasing it in the US yeah. now. Um, I think it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I'm actually not a fan of that kind of hybrid, that weird twilight zone that exists between like really big phones and really small tablets. So it's kind of like, what is this? Well, you don't carry but, a purse. What? You don't carry a purse. Where so, do you put that size phone? What are you saying? These these are these devices are. I'm saying they don't fit in pockets. Oh. I'm saying you can't. It, it would be a, it, it fit in my jeans pocket. You need like a man bag or something. I, I wear fat guy jeans and they fit, and his, fit in my pocket, kind of. Yeah, girthy jeans. Yeah, yeah. Girthy it's a jeans. it's a weird it is a weird kind of neither fish nor flesh. Uh, product category, but I like I, I got to play around with the note a little while ago, and I thought it was pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. When, when you say neither fish nor flesh, are we talking about duck billed platypuses? What? Neither fish nor flesh. It's just an aphorism. It just means you know it's not one thing or the other. But flesh what? means mammals. What? Fish means. Is Mo- it a meat reference? Move on. I don't understand this. I need to. We need. Yeah, yeah. This is just the- a. This is a. This is a conversational cul-de-sac that you need to. <laughs> you turn you think, out. No good. No good comes out of this. Okay, good to know. There's a kid in the big wheel at the end of the street. Oh my Yeah, I, I think the note, the stylus worked really well. It's 250 points of pressure sensitivity. They're really trying to convince people that uh, you know creatives uh, can use this right. for for sketching, um, for you know. For, well, it's, and it's also great for being like the 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 context that I was demoed it was more in the context of like how it can be useful for like the, the businessman on the go. Yeah, yeah. And it was great for like annotating documents and like sketching little notes on. It replaces the napkin in the right. In, in, yes, in the it is a shop. digital napkin. We yeah. did do some writing on it. The writing does work. Um, well, they have I don't real artists doing caricatures yeah. drawing on it. But right. 
that's not the real use case. I've never been able to write well on a digitizer. Right. And this actually, I was able to read, make something that was legible scroll. What, what they should have had is they should have had a mock uh, a classroom with like and, and hired uh, students to sit there, every one of oh. Galaxy Note, and have a, a, a professor lecture and see at the end whether the notes would be legible. I bet you they would not have been. No. Well, you could do a handwriting class. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So Galaxy Note, it's interesting. I, I think that the fat stylus accessory, the thing, so they had an accessory that they were selling mm-hmm. that basically fattens up the stylus. So instead of being like a DS stylus, very long and skinny, you actually take that stylus and you put it inside this other shell mm-hmm. that makes it like a giant knobbly, like a comfortable pen. to grip pen. Right, yeah, right. exactly. Like a button and everything. A uh, button and everything. Really good. I, th- I thought that's a that's a great. Yeah, idea I like for that stylus. again. When you those styluses that are just kind of like very slim pencils, oh, so hard. Ergonomically aren't great, but when yeah. you've got something that's kind of like more bulbous, like a like a like a good fountain pen, it yeah, feels exactly. much more natural in the hand. Yeah. Exactly. I'm so glad you remember back in the day with Pocket PC and. And the resistive touchscreens, right? You couldn't just write on the screen. There was the pop-up bottom half of the screen. Yes, we had like the weird finger, like the the uh, character recognition. Yeah, so I, right still, I still I still remember like, learning graffiti. They had that in there. Oh, oh yeah, they, what a yeah. nightmare! You remember they had the game? What was it? Graffiti Gator or something? You wrote the letter, and the gator would eat it, or the monster would eat it. Oh, it was all oh, that skill. In my in my imagination, yeah. I know I know. What the Palm Pilot really looks like, but when I think about it in my imagination, it's like this steampunk device with like fucking brass widgets, and it's all made in like mahogany, and there's like steam and shit coming out of it. So, in fairness, like I, I loved, loved my Palm Three. I loved my Palm Five. They were, they, they were, suffered by having too many versions too, because technology was coming out. The screen technology it was going so was fast, improving way too yeah. fast. When we, I mean. Some guy had the the good Palm Pilot that could do like color. It was a like Game Boy Color, and then the game, there was one that had faster refresh rates, and and then Pocket PC came out, and those were all brick like. Well, the thing that killed Palm, that caused Palm so many problems back then, was they went from being black and white to being color, and the black and white ones, the battery would last for weeks, or maybe not weeks, but but a three to five days. You charged it twice a week, uh, just like yourself. Remember back in the day, you charge your cell phone every three days. Nokia, that was amazing. You had the little candy bar phones. Yep. Um, then, then the color came, and with color came backlights, and with backlights came you know, speaking, overnight speaking battery. Speaking of Nokia, I was thinking about this yesterday at the Nokia press conference. You've totally adopted the Balmer pronunciation. Yeah, Nokia, it sounds, sounds weird. It sounds okay. funny. I'm, okay, um, I should have uh, should have told to give him a suggestion, talked to him afterwards, and uh, should have said, you know, if you want to sell uh, Nokia Lumia nine hundred, you got to have a unique app. You gotta have Snake on it. Wow! If you had Snake on the Lumia 900, wow. keep, that that would be like really cool nostalgia factor. It'd be easy to do. Just bundle it in. Yeah, it's Snake. It's, port it from Linux. It's really yeah. easy. Um, I love Snake. Speaking of battery life, how was your 4S on the floor today, Norm? Yeah, battery. I, I and hit. even before we got onto the floor, uh, we turned brightness all the way down. I didn't turn it all the way down. I turned, I turned brightness all the, all the way down. Turn location services off. Yeah. Wi-Fi off. And because on the 4S you can't turn off 3G, I would have turned off 3G and just yeah. used Edge. It was stuck on 3G. Yeah. And battery, I mean, it got to a point where I had four bars, but it couldn't find the data. Yeah. So it was kept on trying to pull, and batteries drained. I mean, were, uh, were you using GroupMe today? Uh, we were. GroupMe yeah. is killing your battery. No way. From that's what messaging? I heard. No, that's, that's just what text I heard. messaging. No, no, we're just using text messaging, not yeah. push. Um, okay. It, so it's it, a it was bunch terrible. of text messages. Yeah. Wes and Matt had an extended conversation about where they were going to meet for lunch today. It was like 45 texts in six minutes. I, I opted out of your, your group me group today. Which is wonderful. You can mute. Yeah. yeah right? I, mute, I, mean, mute. I don't leave your group, but uh-huh. I mute 
yeah, you yes. until I, you know, want so to jump back in. Like I said this because I don't need to be hearing yeah. you going. I'm going over to Panasonic yes. or whatever. The, like the I don't give a shit. Ins social experience. I like that. I like yeah. that idea. Opt in, opt out. Right. So I want to yeah. be part of the group, yeah. but I don't want to get Good all your pause. spam. Thus, until I want to be invited, it's, it's like the Twitter myself. pause button. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is. It's, it's the timeout. Yeah. 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 So okay, uh, uh, Samsung. That's it for Samsung. They did have one thing that I want to go back and see. They had a TV window. Uh, okay. I, I saw a video of it. I can't remember where I saw it. It was on. Uh, it was on a site someplace. I, I, I wish I, I would uh, not an intentional diss. I, somebody tweeted at me. It's mm-hmm. pretty rad. So what it is is an LCD that has no backlight, mm-hmm. but it's a window and in in the room it's a touchscreen, okay. and I think it's running Windows because it had widgety looking things. It might be Android, but basically uh, when you swiped one part of it, then it it kind of Venetian blinds up, and the back went from being black to being trans. Because LCD, You're talking about Tony Stark's uh, window, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't illuminating. Oh. It was just uh, blocking, so it was okay. transmissive. So what happened was the room behind it was the light was on, mm-hmm. and when you slid it, the the LCD went from being black to being what would be white in a traditional LCD, uh, meaning that all the light from inside came through. So you just looked into the room. So it was like a it was like a two way mirror, a one way mirror, but with uh, widgets and stuff up on it. Like weird. a desktop. It was really weird. We got to go find it tomorrow because it looks super cool. Right, yeah. yeah. That's the cool future shit that I want to see. Yeah, I, 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 I come yeah. to CES to see the future. Right. Not the same. Not Windows 50 Android tablets. Presentation yeah. that I seen, saw last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about that again. Okay. Um, after Samsung. Mm-hmm. Was that all we saw at Samsung? We didn't go look at so. appliances. No, we didn't um, really care about the appliances. Uh, TVs. Yeah, we'll, we'll do TVs tomorrow. The bezels are thin. Uh, you know, and when we say the bezels, cameras are tall. Yeah. Hold on, we got, we got to explain this because right. we say, "Oh, bezels are thin, blah blah blah." TVs, are. um, we don't mean the TVs are thin from the screen to the wall. What we mean is that the space between the gl- edge the of the picture glass goes all the way to the edge. Picture Close. goes almost a quarter of an inch. Right, yes. amazing. Looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, you you just bought a TV. Yeah. So you don't care. I don't care. Because you're in your head, you're not buying another TV for yep. at least six years. Six years. Yep. Yeah. If you have not bought a TV yet, the bezel-less TVs are actually, I think, pretty awesome. Uh, and yeah. Samsung and LG seem to be the ones that are leading the charge. In yeah, that. I saw a picture of one on well, the test side. Well, those leading the charge have chosen that beach to fight. They're well, definitely. There are intensive marketing battles happening that we never hear about where they say, okay, what do we think consumers care about more? Yes. And what do we think that the other guys go, can do? And they will say, our consumers have told us yes. that we want, they want the we, no bezels. And then the other press conference, our consumers have told us yes. that they want four colors as opposed to three. Yes, and our consumers have told us that they want more HDMI ports. Mm-hmm. That's true. Everybody wants more HDMI ports. Yeah, I'm always running out of HDMI yeah. ports. Um, after that, we went to we, – well, we grabbed lunch. Let's talk about Nathan's. I've, I have okay. – even on the live stream, yeah. I said – don't go to the hot dog place. Hot dog place is a trap, right? Where did you Where did you guys eat, Matt, Matt Braga and uh, Wesley? Oh. You know, there's a Pink's hot dog. I don't think right there's here a, in the hotel. I don't really. Where yeah. Where did I what? Where did you eat? Where did you, you guys right eat for lunch, lunch? Braga? Lunch? Yeah. Where did you guys get yeah. lunch? Oh, we just went to the press thing. Oh, they got free press lunch. Free food. Um, they, yeah. Did you see the 45 tweets about that? Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Oh, I'm at one end of the hall. Oh, I'm at the other end of the hall. Wait, are you not by Ben and Jerry's? No, I'm by D Link. I almost muted them. They just kept going. I know. I had enough yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so, Nathan, so what did you eat for lunch? Nathan, in my defense, you guys were terrible yesterday. Absolutely terrible. Like, in the same way. You were trying to find... What, what do you... This is why I find my friends 
was yeah. made. Oh. You, yeah. can, you don't have to that. keep asking each other where then you are. You just friends. see a pin on a map and walk towards that. Yeah. I don't think it would work, though. It, it would it, Yeah, no way we would have gotten an update. Yeah, yeah maybe that. so. So what did you have for lunch? Uh, we went to Nathan's Hot Dogs. I, I think Nathan's makes pretty good hot dogs. Oh, yeah. I was... A, it had a huge line. It moved incredibly quickly. Are these it's, the same hot dogs they use for the contest every year? Uh, for what contest? Nathan's does oh, yeah, the yeah. hot dog. Nathan's right? does yes. the hot dog. Yes, they sponsor. How the hell... I'm can sure one man eat 50 of those I don't think they eat the full-size ones that we ate. You're Asian, you tell me. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, what Whoa. have I done? What have so, I done? So racist. Legitimate Dude, racism Joey here Chestnut tonight. Is oh, my God. You should have said well, you're, no, but that, but you're that from Japanese, the Bay Area. Yeah, but that Japanese dude was for all those years. Yeah. Kobayashi. 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 Yes. The Kobayashi Maru. No. That's right. No, that's a different Kobayashi. That's a, if he had a cat. The Kobe, he's closer he, to the usual suspects, Kobayashi. Kobayashi's Maru. But no, there's a there's a Pink's uh, hot dogs right here in Planet Hollywood as well. You can check that out. But no, Nathan's does make good hot dogs. Nathan's is rad. Uh, and we had we had a new form of hot dog I've never seen before. Mm. So Drew and I were in line. The line moved so fast that from the end of the long line, we got from the end of the long line to the front of the long line in the time it took Norm to go to the bathroom. I just want to say, yeah. I think that your audience is like so sharp now that even as they hear that you're moving into a hot dog discussion area, <laughs> that they're cracking their knuckles over the meme generators, just waiting to see where this is going to go. our earlier conversation, I thought we were going to discuss this on the <sighs> podcast anymore. We're going we're gonna to let this, let, this, let this kind of run its course. 100 episodes is enough. That's no, it's I not. I, I, I disagree entirely. Uh, okay, new form of hot dog. Uh, you've had a corn dog before. Hot dog on, yeah. on a stick. Love, dipped a, in love a good corn dog. Corn batter, yeah. fried. Love it. Delicious, a wonderful treat. Wonderful thing. A little bit of mustard on there goes goes with anything. It's yeah, fantastic. I agree. Uh, Drew and I were in the line, and we were thinking we had a, an entire conversation. We couldn't decide. We thought one hot dog probably wouldn't be enough, given the amount of walking that we did today and the kind of calories burned. And just the and, and you counted your steps. You actually, uh, well, yeah, you, you are burning a lot bit. of calories, and yeah. you've got to get your uh, your energy. Right. One nitrate sickle isn't enough. Yeah. So uh, we were. They had other food at Nathan's. I didn't realize this. They had chicken tenders, which we got some chicken tenders. But they have these new things called hot dog nuggets. Mm. Do you know what a hot dog nugget is? Uh, it's like, like little, little corn dogs, but like popcorn. It is. It is, yeah. it is a corn dog. Uh, it, yeah, it's They're like a chicken nugget nuggets. sized corn, corn dog. dog nuts. Yeah, we, we get it. Oh, my God. Good stuff, right? right? Unbelievable. It's yeah. the perfect ratio of hot dog to, to corn batter. Yes. But one, Very good. One bite each. Actually, just pop it yeah. straight in. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Nathan's Hot Dogs. Corn nuggets. Hot dog nuggets. Delicious. I, 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 like, I, I do like Nathan's. They, do, they, they make good hot dogs. <laughs> hey, Matt, any questions from the chat? Uh, I, I, I don't know right now. Why not? Um, because I... <laughs> make sure the lights aren't red, Matt. No, no, the, the lights aren't red. Okay. I, I, I posted a link to a Tumblr called Corgis in Space. Good. It's good. To, good. It's, helping it's a, everybody stay on track. It's exactly. It's. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Oh my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh man. I was gonna call this a no no compromises, but it might be Corgis in space now. You know, I'm sure that the people listening to the audio version of the podcast are enjoying. Well, uh, there are computers in, probably. In yeah, all okay, honesty, though, questions. Some someone actually is asking about Intel's. Use names, um, Braga. Okay, sorry. Um, Tech Rocket Nine uh, has asked a few times now, but Intel's Android uh, smartphones that we saw, we yeah, saw it. I, I had brief hands-on. Uh, it is clearly an early prototype. I, I, uh, there's the Verge. There's a hands-on with the Verge right now. Um, there's going to be a hands-on with us. Yeah, you guys are, don't you, throw you, us under the bus. I, I forgot that you guys went over to see him. I'm sorry. Kind of an um, asshole. I do not feel like uh, they should have probably shown those at this point in time. Uh, they, they are they the ones that they had in their booth seemed real real early. 
You tweeted something earlier today, Will, that I thought painted quite a, a, a quite an underwhelming, depressing overall picture of CES. You said that there's something like 1.8 million square feet of CES, yes. and all the cool stuff could probably fit into an area the size of a basketball. No, I said all the awesome stuff. Oh, okay. So the, the things that make me genuinely excited, the 4K projectors, yeah. the... Um, the binoculars? The, the macro binoculars. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Sony, slot in the, the the slot which wasn't the even there app engine okay. you said that was well okay that TV the 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 picture window if we see that yeah turns out to be yep. cool yep. stuff like that you, condense the entire show into a basketball no court. I think the hunt is fun I think oh the hunt floor, is a challenge I think you know finding the treasure finding the gems yeah. is fun. Parsing through the bullshit, you know. I'm not. Let me. I'm not let me. I'm unhappy I want to the, I wanna go back to the 4K question because we're talking about these crazy, these crazy thin, yes. uh, you know, OLED bezel-free mm-hmm. TVs and stuff. We're also talking about 4K. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, what's what's going to be the transition of the at, life cycle at some of point, these technologies? At some point, we're going to have a. Uh, there's going to be a tough decision. You're going to have to decide: Do you want 4K and fat, or do you because, want? Because you know, we're always looking to future proof. Yeah. Do we need to be thinking about 4K in our TV purchases this year, or what? I know. I think. No. I think real. Unless you are spending a ridiculous amount of money on TV, right. I think you're probably thinking about. Uh, unless you lease TVs, like people lease Mercedes. Can right. you do that? I don't think you. And even if you, and, and again, even if you were to buy a 4K TV, there's not much you're going to be able to do with it. In the, in well, the upscaler, Blu-ray. Right. The Blu-ray, cool. if the Blu-ray looks like like it did with the with the Fincher right. thing, right? Um, I, I I think I think 4K is a TV after next for everybody who's not buying a TV in next year or the year after. Right. So if you, if you're looking at if you're thinking oh I, if you're like mid life cycle on your yeah. TV then the 4K could be the, your next purchase a couple yeah. of years down the road. If you if you bought say a 2005. Uh, HGTV. If you bought into right, 1080p in right. 2005, wow. I think you you wow. you try to stretch that TV until yeah. 4K is or back at then, least 2K. Back then, those HGTVs didn't even have like tuners built in; they're just monitors. Well, so yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, HG ready. Yeah, the word HG you're ready. looking for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, where were we? we? Were at Panasonic? No. Yeah, we're at Panasonic. Oh, we had lunch. Yes. The corn, the hot dog nuggets, wonderful. Yep. Can't recommend them enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I, where was that? The convention center. That was the convention center okay. in the Nathan's. Uh, Five dollar hot dogs, though, man. Damn. Yeah, it's convention prices. I know, I know. But anyway, bring a packed lunch if you want. Um, I'm not packing my lunch. To the bring a brown bag to the Samsung. Yeah, What's that? Sit down is on that the floor. USB keys? No, it's a strawberry sandwich. Yeah, we made a tactical error at Nathan's today. Really, really messed up. What's that? Uh, we were sitting there eating hot dog nuggets and, and hot dogs, and there was a power plug right there on the counter. Oh, really? Yeah, right oh, between Drew and me. Not utilize. And we did not plug in. Wow. It was a big mistake. Wow. Rook move. Rookie move. After lunch, we went to Panasonic. Wouldn't it be great to have those things that were like Wi-Fi finders if they also were for power outlets? Sure. Like, put like, something like NFC like, or some RFID chip and all the power outlets where you yes, walk like, beep, beep, exactly. beep, 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 like hunting for you know, your own. Yeah, like Ghostbusters. You get the little yeah, yeah, and you get near power, and then you get there, and there's some dickhead who's already using it. Yeah, yeah that's of course. A well, they should. That's why they should deactivate. Yeah, it needs, to, yeah, it needs to make sure that right? it's free. Yeah. Oh, million dollar idea. The, yeah. You know, the other thing you could do is just tap into the municipal database, twenty four or Mission Impossible style. Download the plans for the building where they have every outlet uh, memorized, and oh, and well, it just you, you know go. says, oh, okay, you have got thirty feet on the left, thirty feet on the left. That's what Ethan Hunt would really use Mission Impossible powers for finding right. plug for his iPhone. Right. Um. Panasonic. Uh, we saw a couple things in Panasonic. It was kind of a bad year for Panasonic. Yeah, that's exciting. Big TVs. Yeah, they always have big TVs. Yeah, they're, they, they're leaning hard into apps this year, which I think is a bad move. Really hard. Because apps, uh, apps remains unexciting. Well, to be fair, Panasonic uh, 
because you, you both have Panasonic TVs. Yeah, and you both I love my TV, just to be clear. rarely use, if ever. Once. Uh, once. The first time we turned on for, TV. The first time I plugged it in, I had a spare Ethernet cable, and I was like, oh, I'm going to see what the obstacle yeah, yeah, is. Like. And then I never have had experience again. terrible since then. Yes. Uh, it didn't look any faster no. than it did last year, because the software was going to be backward compatible. No. They had two new features that we tried out. Um, one was, to be fair, something that I've talked about wanting on a TV, which is the, like the Twitter overlay. Yeah. Right? So but that was know, pretty cool. Take the bottom, like, a, like instead of the, the, um, the ticker on, on ESPN, yeah. have like a ticker for your tweets. Oh, like your friends' tweets. Right? Or, or hashtags or, yeah. cer- or searches. searches. Right? Uh, and they had that. Uh, it was still very, I think, very early implementation, even though it looks final product. Do you think that that's wife-friendly, Gary? If, you, if like you're sitting at home and you flipped up the Twitter, because we can get this on our TVs. Yeah. This will work on our TVs. Oh, okay. Uh, if we popped up the Twitter overlay, is Leah going to be, well, girlfriend-friendly in your case. Yeah. Uh, is she going to be okay with that or not so much? Um, if we could put both our feeds on there, no, sure. No, just one. Uh, uh, I don't even know if I even want it. You could make a well, custom search. Imagine if you're. I don't need. I mean, as you know, I love Twitter. I love the social medias, but yeah. I don't need it. I don't need to be looking at it every minute. Right. Imagine a world, Gary. Well, I think they want people to have like a, you know they're watching X Factor or something, and they yeah. have like hashtag for X Factor and you right. see or all just those, a search. Right. 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 Tweets. Yeah. I but, mean, like that makes sense. Right. But also, if you're going to have your phone or tablet on you, it's also easy just to look. Glance down. That's true. And yeah, plus, I mean, it's much exactly. faster to type out a response. Exactly. Right? Well, you, know, you can't respond from that. You can't respond from the TV. It's just a view. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, if it was context aware, that might be more interesting. I think a lot of people don't watch live TV. Yeah. And probably the kind of people who would be using a Twitter app on the TV are less likely to be watching live TV yes. than, say, uh, my mom. I think if that app was better implemented, like smoother interface, quicker to load up, yeah. easier to use, and was on more TVs, it would encourage more people to like use Netflix to watch things at the same time. Like, Definitely true. Because of the whole get glue phenomenon, yeah. right? people like you know watching things simultaneously, maybe people not live really content. I think people do. Mm. I mean, judging by what like Anna did. Um, like using like the Netflix party system. Yeah. You know, if, if that doesn't exist if, anymore. I know it doesn't exist anymore. If you know a content provider pushed Party's over. If Netflix pushed and here is at eight PM Eastern the debut of Rest Development. Yeah. Right? On okay. Netflix streaming, right? Everyone would watch it that night and then it could be you know that would that would be an interesting way to counter like live I, I have I have live to say, programming. I, I have to say I miss event T V. Like I remember, you know, you used to, we we went over to Gary's to see the premiere of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've uh, used to go get together and watch TV in college when you lived. That's in because you have no friends people. anymore. Not because there aren't events. Oh man, Game of Thrones season two. That's oh. a big event. I, yeah, Veronica's yeah. having a big Game of Thrones two uh, uh, season. You were invited. Oh, we were invited. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's awkward. Event TV exists. Man, I didn't watch the first season, though. But I read the book, so I know what's going on. Okay, all right. Um, I guess the, uh, Gene and I will just, I'll just watch it at home. I like myself. staying at home. You live pretty I do far like, away. I you do can like host the event. If you hosted yeah, the event, then... I don't have to clean the house. You know, broadcast the show, and they will come. That's true. I'm not watching it on a 15-inch screen. <laughs> it's 55, thank you very much. What is? My TV. Well, yours was 58. Oh, 58, yeah. 58. Yeah. It's pretty big. Small room. Okay. It's all about the size of the wall. Right. Uh, so at uh, the Panasonic yeah. booth, other thing we saw. And it's oh, good, yeah. It's good segue. This is though. good. Yeah. Uh, we finally saw some good cameras. And this year, uh, I said at CES, the thing I would be most excited for is uh, digital cameras. 
What's the big trend in reading up on cameras this year? It's still it's still mirrorless cameras, right? So uh, Fuji, um, uh, well, Fuji released one last year, um, the, the X X100. So the Pro, yeah, X Pro One was for this year, and the the Panasonic GX One. And then at the back of the Sony booth, the NES, uh, Sony NEX so, 7. So the Panasonic GX1 is a throwback camera, right? It's a, it's it's a not, traditional kind of body style with digital innards? When you say throwback, uh, it's actually more of a throwback to like two years ago. Oh. So when they launched the GF1, very okay. popular, mirrorless camera design, had manual controls. But since then, that line has kind of shrunk into a more of a the point-and-shoot upgrade. Okay. So the GF3, which Drew bought, we did the quick look on. Uh, so the same sensor as the GF uh, GF one, okay. but it's you know no uh, electronic viewfinder, no manual control for your um, uh, physical control for your manual modes, uh, but it's still a great camera. Yeah. a lot of people love the manual controls. So this is their way to bring those that, those features back in a new line. So it's in that sense, it's a okay. throwback, it's a reboot, but it's also pretty expensive. So it's the GF three. It's GX GX one. Okay. Oh, God, so um, it came out. It came out uh, late last year, and it's still kind of hard to find, uh, which is why we haven't had hands-on time with it. Um, I like that a lot. It's like limited the numbers too. They're not shipping that. Many yeah, they're not right? shipping too many. A lot of it's because of uh, the flooding and stuff and the and manufacturing. And all yeah. that. Okay. Uh, but the GX One, which Panasonic fans, Micro Four Thirds fans, uh, are really excited for. I mean, I think they'll be happy with it. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously there are a lot of Micro Four Thirds lenses you can buy. People yeah. invested in that. It's kind of expensive. That's like the nine hundred, nine hundred fifty dollar price range. Um, for that camera with with a lens, I mean you're you're, um, you're in DSLR price. Yeah, then you're point. already in DSLR price. I think so, the mirrorless yeah. line. I think it's way more interesting as a way to kill point and shoots and yeah. to teach people photography than as a uh, way for DSLR uh, lovers to get a smaller. Camera. What what do you get when you go from a six hundred dollar to a nine hundred dollar mirrorless camera? Not that much. You get then the manual dials. They realize okay. that the cameras. See, what Sony and Olympus and Panasonic realized yeah. was that these sensors were so good that they, they, when they first released them at the $500, $600 price points, yeah. uh, people were buying them. They were great buys. So they had to kind of dumb them down. Mm, so sell they, around 300 days. So they could kind of do another, you know, segment the market yeah. a little more. Um, uh, so, so, okay. So these $900 mirrorless cameras, though, yeah. I, it seems like from talking to the Sony guys, which we'll get to in a sec, mm-hmm. it seems like they're pushing these as upgrades for people who've already model. invested in glass yes. for whichever form, yes. format they happen to be using. So, for example, yeah, if you bought you know, a GF3, if you, if you bought a GF1 a while ago and you bought a bunch right. of Micro Four Thirds lenses, there's not much room for you to go right. uh, in terms of you're, you have to be excited, basically, for the next Micro Four Thirds camera, right. and this is it. You can't buy, you know, a T3i. You can't buy, you know, a Canon, a Nikon D4 or anything. So what? Um, what's re- resolution and all that stuff on the, on this camera? Uh, I think on the uh, on the Panasonic, it's 16, uh, which is up from 12 on the the GF one. Okay. And it's supposed to have better uh, low light. It's really explicitly called that yes. out. Yeah. And faster AF. It's really really fast focus. Okay. Uh, it's still a contrast detection focus, not phase detection as you'd find on DSL uh, on a on a DSLR. Okay. Uh, it's very technical stuff. I know I'm boring a lot of people, but okay. I mean for camera junkies, it's it's interesting. It's good. Um, and, and we then, also saw the Sony yeah, mirrors. Sony one. Yeah. So like I bought the C3, which I yeah, loved. which it looks great, and I know you're, you're yep. a big fan. Yeah. Gary's tuned out. Of uh, the no, I'm choice. listening. Okay. And and the NX7 is their higher at the highest end. Um, uh, NEX line, a mirrorless, interchangeable lens camera on, okay. the, Sony, on the Sony side. Use their E-mount. Again, it was released, but very limited supply. You can okay. be, like, be, find very few of them. It's not a wide release yet. They're still waiting for March for that. And I think people who, again, who have invested in the E-mount 
system. That's Sony's yes. proprietary or one. the A mount system with the E mount adapters. What's uh, A mount? That's the Sony. The, that's the, the Sony the SLR. Tele, that's the uh, telephoto okay. ones. Yeah. Um, this is the one that they're waiting for. So um, the Sony they're selling without glass. Yes, the body is twelve hundred dollars. Oh my god, that's a yeah. lot for mirrorless. You can get a forty fifty D for that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's wow. Yep. Okay, that's interesting. Well, I'll be interested to see how that sells. That's. I think that's, if I if you had to put it to me and you had say here is the Sony NEX seven and I didn't have any glass at all. Yeah. So I'm going cold and uh, and I don't plan on buying you know tons of glass. I'm buying like three lenses I really like. But if I had either the Sony X, NEX seven mm-hmm. or a T three I. Yeah. I would go with the T3i. Well, I don't want to... Okay, so I don't want to put the Rebel T3i. Rebel, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to put words in, in Gord's mouth, but I know you've been talking to him about this because yes. he's a diehard DSLR mm-hmm. guy. Um, and he was asking me a bunch of questions about the mirrorless that Sony mirrorless gave yeah, yeah, the other day. Yeah. And I said, dude, just, just talk to Norm. He, I, he's I, had the, a, he, I had a wonderful conversation yeah, with him. Yeah, so where did you guys end up with that? I'm, uh, he actually he wasn't getting it for himself. He was getting it for his, uh, his cousin, but okay. he was really impressed by the low light. Okay. Uh, as I was, uh, the low light quality so, on those on the sensors. Somebody does a good job with yeah. low light sensors, more, more so than I think anybody. Well, else it's right a full now. APS-C size sensor, which is what helps. Right. Okay. Um, anything else on the mirrorless stuff? Do you want to? to no. I mean, uh, we'll be seeing more of those. Uh, Matt saw the uh, the Fuji uh, X Pro One. He's doing a write up for that, I believe, right now, possibly or soon tonight. Um, okay. And so that'll be on the site. Yeah. Um, after Panasonic, we kind of wandered the hall for a little bit. We saw we saw some stuff. I don't want to spoil anything, but. It'll be in the day wrap-up video. We saw some silly stuff. We saw some serious stuff. Uh, weird things happening in the Nikon booth, man. I don't want to get into specifics. That the weird, weird shit in there. Wait, are you are you talking about the photo shoot stuff they were just, doing? Just don't. Oh. We, it's, oh, okay. Drew at one point looked over. And he's like, yeah, I, I want you to know, I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that You're happened. You're catering to my my. Cosplay photography. It, uh, I feel like I've heard as much detail as I yeah. as I knew. Yeah, it was a it was. There's no need to, to go yeah. into any more graphics. Uh, we walked through Polaroid. I was looking to see if the Gaga glasses from last year. You know, uh, they 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 uh, look like they might be OLED there was glasses. Zero Gaga influence on the Polaroid booth. Uh, I Thank saw a Gaga goodness. influence at Dolby. Really? Well, there was, was a Gaga massive banner Gaga Dolby. banner. Yeah. But last year there was a press conference where Lady Gaga came up on stage yes. and they, they anointed her the creative yes. director. Yes, and we all of, knew that was nonsense the yeah. minute it happened. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm glad to see that that's gone. Will, will I am is the creative director of something too. I can't remember what it, what it was oh, that's now. That's right. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so celebrity endorsement is, is the new yes. creative director, it turns out. Uh, we said that last year, as I recall. Uh, Polaroid, we went through there. We also went and saw the iCade. Mm. So uh, this is this is it's a weird story because it's a product know, again. Do you know anyone who owns one? Yes. What is this? Do you remember when doesn't doesn't oh the, the thing show? that you put the iPad in and it looks yeah. like a retro arcade, okay. right? So it was released on April first, like right. as as a joke. So right. thinking, and then people wanted it and they made it real. Well, not no. What happened was thinking had it up when the guy who like runs Ion right right well, Ion the makes the high end drums yeah they make the rock band iPod drums. accessories yeah right? yeah the high end uh, a lot right. of music stuff yes music accessories and stuff turntables called thinking and said hey we can make this real product I think people are gonna buy this and guess what he was right mm. people bought them I don't know they a sold a ton of them that owns one but apparently a lot of people bought yeah. them I mean it, well it's 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 kind of a dads and grads gift right you think about it. Like, somebody has an iPad, likes Pac-Man, yeah. okay. it's a good yeah. way to play Pac-Man. And Atari came out with their version of it very yeah, quickly exactly. as well. Do you remember when we were talking about in Christmas, like, we hate getting gifts, like, technology gifts? Yeah. Because this is exactly the type of product that if I received as a gift, I wouldn't know what to do with it. It's just going to go in the closet. Exactly. I, it's, see, a no, it's a novelty it's a novelty gift. Well, so, yeah. 
I think the big one that looks like an arcade cabinet yeah. probably fits in the go in the closet category. I think no, the, I think that's cool because, you know, yeah, you're not going to use it every day, but it's at least a conversation piece. Yeah. I mean, it may be something if you have a big, put it on the shelf behind your desk and then kids come over. It has, it has the, the retro, yeah. it looks like an old shrunk down arcade cabinet. It's cool just to look at. Yeah, so it's an eight-way it joystick. Yeah, eight yeah it does work. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. It uh, uses Bluetooth to communicate. It's a Bluetooth keyboard. I, mean, I think it needs batteries or yes. a, a plug-in or something. I don't know exactly how it works, but um, uh, really cool. We liked it last year. We did a video with it. Uh, actually, stop by again to see them this year because I... You know, there's a lot of kind of shit iPad accessories out there. And this one is definitely gimmicky, but also it works really well and, and kind of it, it fills a void because one of the big things that's a problem with the iPad is it, playing games that require precise digital controls like you do with a like you, with a stick like are bad. Pac-Man is unplayable with touch controls. Touch I controls think. do not work for Even if you use games, something right. like the fling, right? Even or, the or fling is bad. that little joystick knob that we... we yeah, could, none of them yeah. are good. Right. Uh, except for this. It's, and it's just because it's Bluetooth digital controls. Yes. Eight-way joystick, uh, eight-button arcade layout. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's I, it's kind of expensive. It's 99 bucks. But, but the games have to be coded to support it, right? But there's it's not going to work with just anything. So they opened the API to do this. They said they have 250 games that support this right now. Yeah. All the Atari stuff in that giant Atari collection that supports digital controls. So Centipede obviously isn't going to work. But, but all the other stuff that's in there that supports that I believe is in the list. Pac-Man, a lot of the Namco stuff. Uh, Galaga. I mean, honest to God, if you have Miss Pac-Man and Galaga, I'm super stoked. That's where that's where I want. Yeah, Galaga go. alone. Yeah. And the aspect ratio on the iPad is right for the old uh, sideways orientation uh, arcade. Oh, arcade totally. Games. Yeah, it looks great. Um, so there's two new arcades. Uh, the yeah. first is uh, is uh, is a it's just a slot basically. It's like a dock that you jam your iPad in. That's what the Atari one looks like. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot like the Atari one. It takes up a little bit less less space. They call it yeah. the core, and it kind of looks like you know those. Uh, joysticks that you buy for home, like Street Fighter, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. like that. It's like a yeah, it looks like a, like a but with a slot. slot, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one was the Move. Is that what it's called? No, no. the Mobile. Mobile, exactly. So, and a lot of people have been asking, you know, Apple. I mean, hopefully, because people play obviously games on their iPhones, uh, but no physical controls make some games kind of difficult, right? Platformers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this allows you to then pl- add buttons to a platformer, for right? Or add yeah. touch. Yeah, so uh, they had Moss Speedrun set up, yes. which is a uh, side-scrolling platformer, Mario-style, very difficult game with touch controls, yeah, especially. Yeah, kind of like a Super Meat Boy-esque game. Right, requires a lot of precision, uh, touch anything you die, basically, except yep. for power-ups. And, uh, and it's a, the PSP format worked pretty well for it. I mean, it's a little chunky, that thing. So it also uses Bluetooth, and you basically have this rubber case. You put the iPhone in it, and you have buttons. You have a D-pad on the left, mm-hmm. you have uh, two buttons on the right, and the shoulder buttons. And they all map to Bluetooth keyboard commands. Right. And then the game, just, you know, they programmed for a couple of hours, added the f- compatibility in the game, and uh, there was basically no latency. I wasn't the biggest fan of the design. I think it made it a little chunky. It's a little, yeah. well, it's a little, it looks a little cheap. Yeah, right, it looks, I, I think that was like a prototype, but even the design right. yeah, itself, I, their philosophy enough. is to make it a sturdy grip. It's not like a subtle like DS-style D-pad right, right. or buttons. Um, I, I couldn't see myself having this, anyone, if it's in their bag. For example, it's like play at home. Like Maybe home. like if you have a bad commute, if you're riding the train for two hours each way, I could see that. Um, it's a neat device. I'm interested in seeing that. I'm really interested in the core. I want to. I, I think there's some more potential with that product. I think we should get one, get one in, and, and do some yes, stuff with I it. Yes, I think there's definitely interesting. Well, no, yeah, you've always written it off as a as a gag gift and, and nothing more. I, 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 after thinking about it some more today and, and talking to the guys and and I think I think we. we I don't want to say anything. We were okay. inspired. 
Yeah, we were inspired. I, I immediately thought of some, some things. You know, like again, like with the Vita and many other things, it's easy to to you know write off a lot of things in your mind, and it's not only when something you get hands on you that it well, clicks. I, well, I wouldn't say that. Okay, it's a little different. There was no reality distortion effect. I would say that we saw some potential in it for th- something after that we after talking to. to them. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, the other thing I would say is I always thought that the assuming that the app support came, which it which it has, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like when it launched and it had no app support, it's much less interesting than now when when it has a shitload of app support. It's a much more useful product at this point. Um, and that's pretty much it. We went back to the press room after that. Walked yeah. through Intel. Uh, that's when we got some hands-on with the uh, Medford uh, smartphone, the Atom-powered smartphone, basically. The, uh, uh, what else do we see? Anything when you these... hands-on with the Lumia 900 today? Uh, that was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. That okay. video's on the site. I, could, now, yeah, I saw the video today. Yeah. That's right. Um, still, Look still, good. Still like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Excited about that. Um, I, so I heard a couple of rumors on Twitter. I don't. I didn't get to read the stories attached to them. That the 800 is being quietly released in the U.S. Uh, now. Ballmer mentioned it yesterday. He said that they would be unlocked ones in the growing number of Windows stores. Oh, so you can just go to the store and buy one at full price. Windows stores. How many Windows stores are there? Microsoft stores. Microsoft stores. Five or six. Right. There's one so in Arizona. One the in... growing number of Microsoft stores. Uh, not. I guess there's. Yeah, there was one in Arizona. There's one in the Bay Area. And I think, soon. yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's yeah, totally we should go. Yeah, we talked about this before. They, yeah, they, open, yeah. It's, uh, they will be sold unlocked in those stores. Okay, that's cool. Unlocked yeah. is good, and they're quad bands, so they'll work anywhere. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what we did today, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, do we want to take some questions from the chat? Is this a good time to do that? Uh, uh, I guess me. send them to at Bagels if you uh, if you have questions for us about uh, stuff that we've seen, uh, things we didn't see that I know people were excited about. Uh, people asked about the Valve booth. I don't think Valve has a booth. I think they're doing closed door meetings. It seems like from why what, are they here? Well, what I've heard from sources that I do not want to rat out is that they are going to unveil the, the ten foot interface for Steam, the fabled ten oh, foot yes. interface for Steam, which I have a very serious. Interest I am in so that. excited. As PC gamers in the living room, big I think all of us are now, right? Yeah, I think when you say PC gamers. We're all, we're, all big, we're all big living room like, PC gaming Like, like when Steve here. Jobs said, this is, you know, we're redesigning Mac, you know, laptops for the future with MacBook Air. Yeah. PC gaming for the future is living room also. Yes, is yeah. the living room yeah. HTPC experience. Your mic is turned down, but uh, if, if Matt will turn up... Uh, Number five? Five, whichever one. Yeah, five, I think it is. Mm. Uh, that needs to be turned up a little bit less than the other ones. This is mm. a lot of sausage making for the podcast. Can you guys hear me? Is he, as, long sure. as, not, as long as the lights aren't red when he talks. I was going to say, uh, Valve is over in the Wilmington uh, oh. with some other video game stuff over there that I'd like to go see. Uh, you might still be right that they don't have a booth and stuff to show okay. off, uh, but there is some game stuff. I would, I would make the trek to the Venetian Could be a clandestine kind of that, that is mission. a video I want to go get. But oh, if you yes. email Gabe Newell right now, he will send you a response. I'm going to email Doug when we finish the podcast. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, the ten foot interface apparently is coming very soon. I'm very excited about it. Um, so they're not actually going to unveil it this week. They're just shopping it around to the people that are at the show. I have no idea. Okay. Imagine if imagine, imagine, world. World. imagine how different it would be if Panasonic in their press conference yeah. said they had an exclusive deal for Valve. You, that would have been, that been, been the right Megaton. Oh my god, my I'm, I'm going to go and tell you something, though. Valve is not stupid enough to do oh, an exclusive agreement with one team. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so yeah, that, that that is definitely coming soon. Haven't seen it. Hopefully, Wes can get over there tomorrow, maybe. Check yes, that out. Yes, that should be a priority. Valve things. Um, and then we'll, if, if that's the case, we'll see if we can get some video All before we have Valve to leave. Um, it might be that we wait to leave on Friday until we can get that. Get that coverage. More questions? More questions. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, 
uh, go through a few of these rapid fire. Norm, did you get a chance to look through the uh, the EVF, the optical display on the NEX7? I did, and it's the first OLED EVF. Uh, Explain what an EVF is. EVF electronic viewfinder. It's built in, so, uh, so the, this is it, it goes into that special connector. No, it's it's into the camera. Oh, it's on, built in. Yes, on the NEX7, okay. there is no touch screen. It's the same three inch OLED uh, 920K dot. Uh, screen on the with a swivel on the front, but if you put your face up to the uh, the camera, the yeah. screen turns off its proximity sensor, and the OLED EVF viewfinder turns on, which is good for taking pictures outdoors. You don't get the reflection, and it's right. also much sharper, easier uh, to focus. And I think stuff? it's like 1500 K dots. Like okay, million, that's a lot of dots. Million, uh, dots. Uh, dots are stupid. Dots mean subpixels. Um, so I would divide it by three or four. Is it uh, sharp? Yeah, you got to divide by three plus, and also do green. The, there's more greens, the, the right? Aspect ratio yeah. thing. Um, so it's OLED. It looked really, really good. Um, that, uh, that's Sony, right? That's Sony. And none of the Sonys yes. have touchscreens, so it's not like uh, you're yes, losing it. The 5N has touchscreen. Oh, but yeah, the one... Only, that's the only one that has touchscreen. Okay. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird that's thing. It's weird, okay. Yeah. And that last question was from John underscore F underscore 2. Okay. Uh, next one is from uh, Figur, and he asks, or she asks, uh, any opinions on the new Chromebooks or Chromebox? We have not seen any of that no, stuff yet. I haven't heard much about Chromebooks since no. they first came out. Uh, I think that, I think that uh, Chromebooks have a real market. I think it is probably... Uh, amongst the youth of America, uh, I think what? that I don't even know what that means. I think it's for kids. Really? Yeah. I think it's for edu- education. Education is what I'm thinking. Okay, which yeah. is less of an age thing and maybe a think, class. I thing. think that once well, you reach mo- a certain the point majority of, of people who are in education yes. are young people. Okay. Yeah, you need a, you need a yes. real computer. But I don't think it's for college, college students at all. High school or college, you get a real computer. Yes. Junior high school and elementary yeah. school, you get a Chromebook or a tablet. Okay. Matt Braga. A couple of people have asked, uh, "What did Gary do today?" Well, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Okay. Fake okay. We'll get to that. So okay. So we'll get to that. Um, let's go with uh, from Woods. Um, most positive surprise of the day. The 4K. 4, 4, 4, <sighs> the upscaling on the 4K. I'm gonna say 4K. Blow it away. Had, yeah, I'm excited about that. Not only biggest surprise, but the biggest reality distortion effect. I it's, mean, a week from now, it, I don't know if we'll remember. It definitely did not look as good as jumping from SD to HD. Right. I would have been much more excited about it if it was a ten thousand dollar projector instead of a twenty five thousand dollar projector. Because a ten thousand projector, either way, I'm not going to buy it. But a ten thousand dollar projector is like five, six years closer to being something I can buy, right? right exactly. Than right, a, right, a twenty five thousand. Right. It's still a ways off. Far away. I have to. I have to have a new house to use a projector anyway. Because exactly. my house there are work a lot of peripheral costs in terms of getting a projector. I okay. Uh, I I would like to see if we can get Sony to send us one of those oh, and do oh, the backyard okay. movie theater with it. Oh, okay, we can. Ma- I want to make a movie theater back, back movie theater video. They, they wouldn't they wouldn't trust us with that. Well, yeah. They can come to the movie. They can come. Oh, yeah, they can oh, have yeah. a, they can have a you guy have like the, supervise. You know, the only Sony would have the Columbia. Yeah, Sony, well, yeah. We'll, we'll, we can we can if show advertise Black Three. Yeah, Men in Black Three. There you go. With Will Smith. With Will Smith. They can have a contest and some some lucky lucky listeners could win. The chance to see right. Men in Black 3 with Will Smith. Oh, my God. So oh God. much They're going to be so disappointed. Right. It's like, <laughs> who was that? Up? Wasn't there like a baseball player who sent his twin brother to autograph? Yeah, Jose signing? Canseco. Right? Yeah, exactly. Really? It's like that. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's twin terrible. Brother. Jose Canseco has a twin brother, and they're identical. Yes. And he got busted <laughs> um, for sending his twin brother to sign autographs for him because somebody, uh, a smart baseball fan, realized that he didn't have the same tattoos. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be just like that, except... Awesome. Except we're completely different. Exactly. Except we don't look at all alike. Right, yeah. Yes. 
Uh, Matt Bragg, any more questions? What a, um, what a great grift, though. That's <laughs> yeah. just a smart idea. Uh, a while ago, actually, um, Kay Zenny, uh, or Kay Zini wanted to know if it was, uh, if Sony was smart to separate Google TV, uh, from the TVs themselves, because everyone else is integrating all the smart stuff right into the panels. Uh, you know, Google TV, so far, we have seen very, very little of. We haven't talked to any of the vendors that are doing Google TV. Yeah, Lenovo has their TV. Sony mm-hmm. did have it on the, at their booth. Exactly. Uh, without actually having, like, significant time. It's the type of thing, I mean, and phones, too. Uh, because the experience is so tied to how you use, yeah. you consume TV content, and how you, I mean, just standing in front of there for five minutes, or even 15 minutes, going through the menus is not going to give you a sense of how whether it's good or not. I'm going to go ahead and tell you something. It's impossible to review, air quotes, yeah. things from the show floor. Because it's a very controlled situation. You have about five minutes at the outside with a product at best. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is why we do hands-ons where we kind of look at it. We, we spend as much time with it as we can. And then we make a kind of snap judgment about whether we think it's good or bad. Um, whether it's in- interesting. I mean, interesting is the best it's, something's going to get on a show floor. At something as, uh, someplace as crazy as CES. Something like a TV interface... It's really easy to make something that looks awesome for five or six minutes. It's really hard to make something that's awesome for three weeks or three months or three years. Useful. Yeah, and, and it actually adds something to the experience. Um, gimmicks prevail at CES. That's the, that's the bad news. Uh, Matt Bragg? Uh, I had one more here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, um, Falco Eagle wants to know. Okay. Uh, have you guys F-Zero seen any... Fan. Pardon? F-Zero fan. Yeah, apparently. Uh, have you guys seen any promising-looking Android tablets? Uh, no. Next question. <laughs> no, they're already honeycomb. Don't buy honeycomb tablets. Well, okay. no, we, we touched on it earlier. It's not sure sandwich. we see ICS tablets that's going to get interesting. Ice cream sandwich was released for Transformer Prime yeah. yesterday. Okay. Uh, that's good news. And I talked to Asus, and they're going to send us Transformer Prime with ice cream sandwich. Oh, fantastic. I, I stand by my earlier prediction that and the Android tablet market will not scene will not really get exciting until Google steps up and does a Nexus tablet. That's my prediction. I, I, just, I just think that um, I think that anybody who bought a first-gen Android tablet is probably a little pissed off about it still. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are really stoked about them, and there's a lot of developers that are building apps for them and all that stuff, and they're getting better. It's, it's, it's a little bit, I, I think it's a non-market at this point. Hey, if you go to like a Costco where they do sell the Galaxy tabs, uh, people are buying them because, like, the arrangement of the boxes on the on the Costco. Floor, you can see the gaps. You can see the gaps. Okay. Yeah. So people are actually picking them up and spending five, six hundred dollars on at Costco buying these. You can return these, stuff. Yeah. To yeah you know the thing about Costco? Oh, yeah, uh, ironclad return policy. Yeah, that's true. That's also true. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I mean, even at CES, where you would expect to see most like diverse selection of tablets in like the press room or yeah. on the floor, we don't see too many Android tablets. You know, who also who also has an amazing return policy: Bed Bath and Beyond. Really? I'm one of my coffee makers. I had a coffee maker for about like 18 months, yeah. and it broke. Okay. And I didn't have the receipt. It was a Keurig, right? It was a Keurig, and I, it served me well for about 18 months, and then it broke. And uh, I bought it from Bed Bath, and I didn't have the box receipt or nothing. I took it in. I said, I got this here about 18 months ago. I got no receipt, nothing. They went, okay, take one off the shelf. And yeah. I walked out with a brand new one. You know one. what it tells you? It tells you the, uh, how much of a ripoff. I mean, those That tells you their are. margin is real yeah. good. Yeah. That and the fact that anytime you do anything, they give you twenty percent off of everything you buy. Yeah, I mean, I've got so I've got stacks of those twenty percent off coupons yeah. at home. It just it just reminds you to go to the store. Still, a good, a good return policy is is, 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 a, is a good return policy. Yeah. We talked about this already. More questions, man? Uh, yeah, kind of a follow up question from Aaron Chance. Uh, why are none of the Android tablets at CES running ice cream sandwich? Because it's uh, not because they need it, to be approved by carrier. 
if they're partnered with a carrier, uh-huh. uh, and uh, the proprietary UI, so yeah. like TouchWiz, you know, the Motorola stuff, that all needs to be revamped. And yeah, it's, yeah, we didn't talk about that Sony process. that Sony phone. Uh, we saw oh, yeah, the Sony uh, Xperia Ion. Ion, right? Yes, it is Xperia Ion, uh, and it's probably going to be the first phone. Uh, marketed as a Sony phone, as a Sony Xperia phone rather than a Sony Ericsson phone. Uh, Ericsson and Sony Ericsson is being wholly consumed by Sony. Uh, the the industrial design on the phone is gorgeous. Yeah, the- really, really amazing. They're calling it a monolith slab design. It, basically, when turned off, it looks like it looks like an iPhone without the uh, aluminum band. It just looks the like edge. a black. It's Look, just, a black don't slab. say it looks like the iPhone. Hot because black Desiato's. It looks. Yes. It, it, it's, Aura, very, it's a very unique uh, design. Final Tap's black album. Yes. How much more black could this be? And the answer is none. None. none, none it's more all black. of the black. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. They're running a proprietary UI that does some some kind of janky, weird. I, I mean, it, I say janky and weird. I, I think it's unnecessary flash. Uh, like, uh, given the choice between having a stock experience and some some mm-hmm. sizzle, I'm going to take the stock experience. Yeah. Um, However. And- Performance was good. Yes, performance was good. The nice camera. Really nice camera. 12 yeah. megapixels on the back using some... some and a, and a low-light low yes. friendly sensor, which is important on a smartphone. Yes. Because the flash, flash on smartphones, we all have them. They make awesome flashlights when you need a little bit of light. I Don't I, ever turn on the flash. I have never, ever used the flash on my phone well, camera. Every time I've done it, it's made a bad picture. So I just yeah, It's terrible. It. it just looks yeah. awful. It looks washed out and go, kind of ghostly and just bad. The only time you use the flash is if you're in a dark, dark room where the choice is no picture or some picture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, so yeah that, that's, uh, that's the experience. It's a PlayStation certified phone. Yes, it's so a, it will it, play your, you know, your Crash Bandicoot yeah, and stuff for PlayStation games, Dual games. Core. It never really um, launched. Dual Core. It, but it was a... It was a like it's it's really nice because we're seeing those guys are doing really good industrial design on the phones. It's not a cheap looking plasticky phone. It doesn't feel flimsy or anything like that. I, I was impressed. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a another version of that that's also coming out. I can't remember what it was called, uh, but it it, uh, uh, it changed something to make it less expensive. I can't remember what it was. Doesn't seem I important. Didn't see that one. Yeah, it was right next to it. Oh. Uh, we talked about it for like two seconds. Um, any other questions, Matt? Let me take a look. I think people just want to hear what Gary did all day. Well, let's uh, let's close out the show. Uh, it's been a, this has been uh, day one. You want to talk about what you've been testing? What have I been testing? The, the Fitbit again? Oh well, what, well we can t- okay. What I've been testing? You wore the Fitbit all day. I wore the Fitbit today. Yeah. I haven't looked at it in a while. Do you want to know uh, total number of steps taken? Seven thousand two hundred and forty-eight. Gary, you have an over under? No, I don't have a guess. Ten thousand eight hundred and thirty-six. That's a lot of steps. Wow. Yes, that means you took uh, 5.22 miles, uh, 3,054 calories burned. You earned that hot dog. Yeah, I earned it. How how many calories? 3,054, according to the Fitbit. It's it's usually it's usually a little sunshiny on the calorie burn. Just just (laughs) as from if I were still, I mean, even 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 if that's a a, you know even if you whittle that down a little bit, it's still a lot of calories. Yeah, it's not bad. Double, right? It's exactly. Yeah. It's like three in and out burgers, right? I, last year at CS, I lost no, 12 like, pounds. No, it's more like so, six. A lot of that was oh, water because okay. I came back badly dehydrated. Oh. But, uh, oh. but yeah, so uh, that'll do it for us today, Matt. If you can uh, get ready to play a little bit of music. Uh, thank you to Gary Witta, Norman Chan, Wesley Fenlon on the, on the silent writing, occasionally chipping in with uh, some Valve commentary. Matt Braga on chat. Uh, uh, well, Joey and Thomas, who are just chugging over there. I think Drew's on the other side. I can't see him from here. But there seems to be a glow coming from the far side of the of the of the this, room. This is like a weird. Like it's, it's a last year was a little crazier. This is this year. The tonight's nice and chill. Yeah, it's very chill. Yeah, well, you've got your shit yeah. down. You know the, the 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 lesson learned 
is it's worth coming in. Last night we we hit the door mm-hmm. and it was literally you walked in the door. We were live four minutes yes. later. Lesson we learned: it's worth taking a minute to kind of take <sighs> breath. I changed I mean, shoes. We're, we're all exhausted. I, these are my podcast shoes from now on. Really? I don't wear them on the floor because I put those gel inserts in. Okay. But uh, but but they're really nice. It's nice. You know, a, a trade show pro tip: change your shoes halfway through the day makes yeah. you feel like a new human being. So uh, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you guys for sticking sticking around. Stay tuned for fake outtakes. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more. This is only a test. Tons of great video. Let's see what do we have tomorrow. All the stuff we talked about tonight in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got video of all that. There's still some stuff from yesterday. I think you had you had a GoPro. You had a GoPro. Oh incident. my god! I didn't talk about the GoPro. Did I talk about the GoPro? Yesterday? No, we haven't talked about it at all. Uh, I really want a GoPro. Because you have the extreme lifestyle. Explain what a GoPro is. Uh, a GoPro... Okay. I'll make my extreme I, I, I don't know the Sh- Should we let the video speak for itself? No, no. Well, let's, well let's I mean, hype people can watch the video. Um, uh, so the Flip's dead, right? Flip is dead. They got rid of that business. Kodak. Well, long Kodak. Flip. No, the ZIA. ZIA. Uh, they filed Chapter 11. So I don't okay. know. The future flat looks shaky. Sony announced their new bloggy, which is... Two hundred and fifty dollars. A little bit expensive for a cheap camera. Expensive, and the Wi-Fi features on there have been underwhelming yeah. with our tests. Good image quality though uh, for yeah. 1080p. Uh, these Sony fears GoPro. I mean, they, I think they said it as much when I when I met with them. GoPro. I don't know the the backstory about their company, but it totally feels like two extreme like surfer dudes, right? Think Patrick Swayze from uh, Point Break. From Point Break, right? Thought about Brody. We iPhone's not good enough for me, and uh, the Flip's not good enough for me. I need yeah. something. I want to document my extreme exploits. Yeah, extreme. Uh, and they built the camera, and they got in the camera business. So, so, so it's it's a, it's a flash-based camera. Yeah. So you put flash SD card in there. Okay. It's a small camera. It looks like a box. It looks like a spy device. Almost. Yeah. It's like it's, like, it's right? like the size of a you know like it's like you know the single serving cereal containers, but with the top third chopped off. Kinda. Not not even as big. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the, the good thing is that it's very sturdy. Mm-hmm. And it could shoot 1080p and, oh, wow. or up to 120 FPS if you shoot in like Ooh. WVGA or something. Uh, but what they're really selling are the accessories, the mounts. So you could basically mount it on anything. Like, uh, like uh, Brian Lamb, friend, friend of the site from yeah. the Wirecutter now, has one that he sticks on the front of a surfboard. Yes, totally and literally that. you see like these amazing shots of yeah. him. Paddle, 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 jump, wave, Super smash. wide angle, so it looks yeah. really cool. Uh, they sell this accessory they called the Chesty, which we tried on. It's basically like a, a harness. Okay. Um, it's like it's like what uh, does it do? Your face? No, no. Uh, you put it on, the, on your you put the harness on, and the GoPro fits in a little case on okay. the chest. Okay. So you can jump out of an airplane. Okay. Um, and or you know snowboard down a hill. I, I noticed this year on Amazing Race, they're using GoPros really? for rappelling and bungee and all the all the extreme yeah, I stuff would, that they do. I would use this camera. It would make my lifestyle more extreme. It would encourage me. Do they have like booms that you can put on a helmet so it comes out and catches your face as you're jumping off? They have, that's what I want. I don't, they probably do. Okay. I might get one of those. Yeah, it's $300. Who's more extreme than the you? Well, I'm, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm imagining that, but I think I can make some like really extreme, like awesome videos of me yeah. like going to the fridge and back to the couch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they have waterproof containers so you can take them into the hot tub with you. Oh, yeah. It's oh, pretty go. good stuff. I like right? that part. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, uh, hook at Huey, see what he does for the day. Put on that would pet. be fun, yeah. yeah. Pet cam. Yeah, it's like a wide angle pet cam. I can like really do a Chloe, you know, day out video. Yeah. I think I think we could make the uh, the the pole the 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 pole that you put behind you yeah. to give you the third person view of you. But you don't get live view. Oh no, well you do get live view with an app. So they, they, okay. they their new product, which they talk about, is a Wi-Fi backpack thing oh, where cool. they attach the GoPro and you have like a, a wrist uh, accessory that you can press the button to record. 
or oh. you can use an Android oh, nice. iPhone app so you can get live video. Because if it's like on top of your helmet or something, then you, you don't have to fiddle around exactly. with the button. What's you just the button? boom, mash the, the button. Thing. Mash, mash the, the Wi-Fi Does it give you feedback thing. to let you know it's recording? I think it does. There's a light. You okay. can activate up to 50 GoPros at once. My God. If you wanted to. So you could do a Matrix GoPro thing where you, where you yep. bullet time it. If your you exploits. I, I love their tagline. Uh, their, their company tagline is Be a Hero. Okay. Words can live D- by. Dude, I, I, I have to say, we get a lot of PR spam. Yeah. When I see a GoPro thing, I always look to see if there's a video in there because it's usually something really awesome and stupid mm-hmm. and dangerous. It kind of makes like, you realize, you know... We're wasting our lives. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're pretty pathetic. You're only just yeah. now realizing that? <laughs> no, I was pretty sure of it before. Um, so, yeah, you, you had some exploits with the GoPro. Yeah. That'll be up tomorrow, yes. hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, of course, all things are pending. I'm not supposed to ever say... Uh, don't make promises. Up, no promises. Yeah, but we'll, there'll be a lot of awesome stuff on the site tomorrow. What is that? that is what is that thing? I can make. Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there <laughs> will. Normal tea. That is a fantastic tea. What is that thing over there? What is that amazing, insane thing that I can see on that video that the, the viewers cannot see? But we'll be what we we'll talked about tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned. So nice for lunch. What the? Later. <laughs> Stay tuned for fake outtakes. More. This is only a test tomorrow. Uh, until then, I'm Will. I'm Norm. Gary's here. Thanks. Uh, uh, video production crew kicked ass today. Uh, we're gonna do some fake outtakes. That is seriously so, freaking uh, me out. So, so yeah, uh, Matt, play the music. Hi there. I didn't see you. Tested. Somebody cue me. Look, that pig has wheels. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. <laughs> okay. Ah! Gary, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're oh, harmless. God, we're, we're... Make it stop. Make it go away. <laughs> oh, my God. It just... <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Don't okay. talk about it. Look uh, away, so Gary. What did you Yeah, what was... Uh, yeah. What? Tell us, tell us um, what I, I spent had, two hours telling you about what we did. I had a nice day. It won't take me that long. I had a nice day. Nothing. You know, You're wearing a nice suit today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's not a suit. It's just a, just a jacket. jacket, I guess. It's a jacket. Um, well, Norman, I had a nice breakfast. And we kind of created, we actually created, I thought it was like a nice metaphor for the, for the trip. So uh, Norm, at one point, um, reminded us that to, to, somebody said, did you bring the hammer? Because I guess right. he actually I had a reminder, hammer yeah. that he was yeah. going to take to the show floor with him in case he needed it's to test a Siri reminder. It just popped to up test said, the, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it was a Siri reminder. It says, iCal, whatever, calendar reminder yep. that said, don't, bring forget, the don't forget to bring the hammer. And so Norm was, had to actually get a hammer yes. that he was taking to the we show floor. We have a hammer. Yeah. But I, I thought it was just like a psych-up. No. Like, it was just a, like, a, like a metaphorical thing. Like, don't forget, we've got to bring the hammer. We're going to bring it down. Like, it was just some kind of like way that he psychs himself up. It's kind of like, it's gears. It's a very gears thing. Like kind of Jack Donaghy, like psyching himself up. In in the the first hundred episodes, our motto was always be testing. I think bring the hammer is... But now I like it. I like it. It's like, when we go to the blackjack levels after this, we're going to bring the hammer. I'm changing changing the tagline on the And if we don't pay our debts, they'll bring the hammer too. That's right. They certainly will. Um, Or if they think you're counting. They'll use our ball-peen hammer against us. Mm. Um, so what did I do? So we had a nice so did breakfast. we talk about the breakfast? We did. Yes, we did. You guys uh, got Friday the same Benedict. Thing. I mean, yes. that's really all yeah. that needs to be said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other I thing, I mean, I can't, I can't have it, but the, the guy next to me on the other table was eating this French toast, which looked amazing. There, Basically, it was an entire French baguette, which oh, they yeah. had split down the middle and then French toasted. Is, is this a new menu? I don't remember any of this stuff on the no, planet. It's the same we menu. ate it. We, I've eaten a lot at Planet Dailies over yeah, the years. Like past four years, yeah. four, yeah. five years. And uh, our server, who was this very nice lady, was telling us about how she uh, is, tra- is is about to uh, become a manager at the at the yeah. restaurant. Oh, nice. And I said, "That's great." And I said, "Do you want?" I gave her some management tips. 
Okay. Yeah, I said on your first Shoot day. Shoot that guy? What? <laughs> Shoot that guy? No, no, no. It was, um, as you know, I used to run a, a major uh, national uh, publication. I had yes. to manage a large team of people. Sure. Oh, I, yeah, I've got sure. some tips. We, we've both done that. Yeah, we've both done it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, absolutely. Um, my, so my tip was, on your first day as a manager, mm-hmm. fire someone completely at random and absolutely. without cause to, to instill utter terror so in good all the remaining employees. Yes. And you know, Alpha. It's, it's like prison. Yeah. Fuck someone up the first day or become someone's bitch. Right. You're, so that's the management, management is much like that. Uh, well, you learn this in prison, right? What's that? Well, you learn this. These are lessons you learned in prison. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't like to talk about that time in my life. But um, it was so the breakfast was good. Norm then had to run off very quickly to go join you guys at the right, van. Working. The, the party van and, and go to CES. And then what did I do? I went back up to my room and, uh, oh, I had a nice jacuzzi. I finally got to get uh, to okay. soak in the hot tub. Did that you take a nap? Wait, no. I didn't take a nap. I wasn't sleepy. Okay. Um, I, it's okay. <laughs> I did not take a nap. I was not sleepy. This is like the anti-CES. Like, after all your craziness, shooting right. videos. We've been working for 18 hours. Like, oh, yes. And then I had, then I had a biscuit. <laughs> and sat around for a bit, and I watched them. And I watched some MSNBC. Well, today was a New Hampshire primary, so I was watching yeah, some of that coverage Romney, on TV. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's Romney and uh, Ron Paul doing very well. And um, so I did that for a bit, and then uh, went downstairs and uh, decided to have my. I haven't had a, a real, you know, make your scene blackjack session yet. Slow motion. So I so I went downstairs into um, went downstairs to the Planet Hollywood Casino. And it's nice to, you know, during the day when it's less busy, it's easy to find a yeah. table, you know, but, you know, it's about your speed. And uh, I played for a few hours and, and did quite well, won some money, played, pleased with that. It's good. And, yeah, got off to a good start. And um, then what did I do? Uh, came back upstairs, changed, went out for dinner. Uh, a friend of mine is in town. A fellow Hold on. Sp- we just covered eight hours with, like, three sentences. Yeah, I told you I played blackjack. <laughs> I played blackjack. Three words, eight hours. How'd you Um, do? Up, down? I'm up. Okay, that's good. Good. I'm, up, de- I'm, a, I'm up a decent amount. You never should ask. Oh, should really? Is that rude? Yeah, it's rude. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Well, you can ask up or down. You, don't just, you shouldn't really ask Yeah, I didn't say, hey, did you make... Yeah, yeah, yeah up or down let the person tell you. Okay. Well, I'll... I'll no, I'm, I'm definitely up. I was at a point where the money that... My original stake, I was able to set that aside and just play with the money that oh, I had that's won. Oh, that's good. So even if I blew all of that, I'm basically yeah. back where I still just broke yeah, even. That's good. Uh, good really, a really interesting conversation with the pit boss. He was telling me about how a lot of the casinos along the strip here are hemorrhaging money. Uh, the Aria, the city center here, which is the yeah. massive, you know, shopping center, restaurant, you know, hotel complex they built, uh, which cost eight point five billion dollars. Yeah, is that the one build. that George Clooney invested in. Uh, I don't know. It's apparently it's, it was all most, the major investor was Deutsche Bank. Oh. Ocean's money. Um, eight point five billion dollars. It is now worth four billion dollars. And they, he was saying that they're apparently seriously considering demolishing one of the buildings just simply as a tax write-off because it's hemorrhaging so much money. Oh boy. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I used to say. I've been coming wow. to Vegas for many, many years, and you know, there's always construction. There's always something being built. There's always it's always growing. There's always something new happening. So no, just no. look around. No cranes. No construction. It yeah. stops. There's, there's not going to be any new construction in the city there, there's from, on the, on for the next ten years. On the other side of town, there's some rusted out hulks that they were like two thirds of the way done, and yes. just didn't bother putting glass on the sides even. Yeah, like so that, it's like, like that yeah. hotel in uh, in North Korea. Remember that pyramid that they never finished? Pretty much exactly like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Vegas has definitely you know, slowed down. A lot of a lot of these casinos are not are not doing well right now. So this well, construction and the growth is definitely. You're, slowed you're down. not helping. I'm not helping because I'm taking all their money. Yeah. 
Um, big, big, hit, big hits. Yeah. So I had inter- had a very interesting conversation with him. Oh, and I got. Oh, I've got. A little, I've got something for you guys. Oh no, I don't. It's in my other pants. Oh, oh no, I'll have to give it to you after the show. What a bummer. Oh. I can tell you what it is though. Okay. Um, Paint he, a word picture. He gave me. So I got a player's card so I can get tracked. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, you know, what have I got to do to get some comps around here? Uh-huh. And he said, you know, you'd like you'd play at a certain level, blah blah blah. So I've been doing that. And uh, and he was explaining to me, he's like, you know, these days, we've, we, again, as part of the austerity measures that is affecting even Vegas, yeah. uh, he was saying, you know, we don't, it's really, you've got to really roll big time and for, and for serious amounts of time in order to get comped anything anymore. You mean drinks or you mean like hotel rooms? Well, anything between, you know, between drinks and like, you know, like the minimum thing they can really comp you is like, here's a coupon, like take it to the Planet Daily and get a breakfast yeah. or whatever. The serious high rollers like Pacta. Get that whole room comped. Okay. Because he is rolling fucking... So, so, just to be clear, you roll... Norm rolls... Norm rolls X. You're rolling X... Somewhere between X and X squared. Is Pactor rolling X squared squared? I don't think there is a letter in the alphabet for how he's rolling. <laughs> Double Z. Um, he's rolling Omega. Okay. <laughs> so Norm's alpha. He, he is the Omega. He is the Omega man in oh, Vegas. Boy. Okay. Um, so, he was, so, I was talking to the pit boss. He was a really nice guy. Uh, very interesting. It's always good to get friendly with the pit bosses. Yeah. A, because they've got interesting stories to tell. And B, because if there's ever a dispute over the cards that have been dealt or anything yeah. like the dealer screws up, the pit boss will give you a break. Um, and, and if you get, go to the back, the casino police room, then maybe he'll break the hand that you don't use to, to write or something. Yeah, but that doesn't really happen unless you're seriously counting cards or being a complete okay, dick. So. Okay. Um, so anyway, he was saying, yeah, you don't really get comped anymore. Like, you've really got to be playing serious for serious money to get comped anything these days. Uh, and I said, like, oh, that kind of sucks. He says, yeah, like, like you said, like, here, have these. Like, this, this is the kind of shit that we do now. And he gave me two uh, coupons for a free slice of pizza at the Miracle Mile shops that and we have here. And you were playing at a $25 table. Yeah. No, it was only, it was in the afternoon, so it was only 50 I was playing oh, 25 okay. I was playing 25 but it was okay. $15 minimum table. Oh, okay. I was playing 25 or 50 depending on how my luck was rolling. Okay. Um, and uh, so he gave me these two coupons, and he said, he says, like, f- for, good for a free slice of pizza. Then you read the small print, it says, when you buy a slice. So it's actually a bogus. It's not even a free slice. It's you, you buy get... a slice, wow. and you get another slice oh for free. God. And it's pizza, like the, the highest what? markup item there is. Wow. The cheapest shit. But anyway, if you want some free pizza, I got some. Oh, uh, that's you, a you, shit you, gift. I'm not gonna, I, I don't eat pizza, but I, uh, yeah, I didn't tell him that I want the free. I, I can give it so, to someone else. So I got some pizza oh, coupons. I'm okay, thanks. Though. Pizza, yeah. I think I'm okay too. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, so I played blackjack for, for a while, and like I said, I did quite well, cashed out, um, and uh, went up to my room, changed, kind of watched the, the primary New Hampshire results that were coming in, um, and then went back downstairs, went across the street to the Aria, which okay. I'd never been to, which is a beautiful, beautiful, so really, that, that's the place that's losing all the money. Well, when you go into that, did you go in the main entrance upstairs? Or did you no, what I did street? was I went across the walkway here. And then okay. went through that crazy mall. Oh, yeah. Which is like a ridiculous mall. It's like, a ma- imagine like the, the massive mall that where, wherever it is that you live in your town probably has a big mall. Yeah. But imagine that every single shop is a ridiculous high-end luxury shop. Gucci, like Gucci. Prada, yeah. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, oh, yeah. you know, Hermes, you name it. It's just ridiculous. Don't and it's empty song. all the time because no one's buying that shit. Right. Anyway, the, the, but there are some beautiful, beautiful restaurants there. So a friend of mine, a fellow screenwriter, a guy named John August, who wrote, you know, some cool movies... Uh, is in town to talk actually at CES tomorrow. Oh, cool. He writes about, the blog. Uh, what's that? He writes the blog, right? Yeah, he writes a great screenwriting blog, johnaugust.com. Uh, and he's also an app developer. He's, he makes his own apps oh, on, cool. for, for the Mac and for iOS. And uh, so he's you know kind of on that verge of like showbiz and technology. So he's here tomorrow 
talking on a panel about how social media and technology and that kind of technology is changing the way that movies are made and marketed. So that's awesome. interesting. Uh, and so he was in town, and I uh, so I said, "I said, hey, you want to meet up?" And he said, "Yeah, let's have dinner." So I went across the street to the Aria, um, and I just called the concierge and said, "What's good here?" And they said, "Oh, you got to go to Julian Serrano, oh. uh, Spanish." Uh, small plate tapas, tapas type yeah, food. Yeah. Um, made a reservation, which is a good thing because it was packed when we got there. Yeah. Sat down. The f- I, I, we had another flawless gastronomic experience. Yeah. Wow. Go there. Um, order the olives. Just the, you know, just the small plates. Order yeah. the olives yeah. and the uh, the almonds. Yeah. These almonds the Marco- are not the Marconi almonds. They're not from Earth. The flat ones. They're right? from the future or some alien planet where all they do yeah. they've devoted their entire culture <laughs> to the cultivation of almonds uh-huh. and they've like reached like the absolute fucking razor pinnacle edge of what if, almond What if those were the almond people's babies? I mean, I don't give a fuck. They were so good. <laughs> I eat them. Um, they were so good, and the, and the olives were also excellent. And oh my god, the ahi tuna tempura, uh-huh. ahi tuna tempura is like so good. It's wow. all just one. I would put it actually one notch under Lotus Asayam. That's how good it was. Wow, it was that good. So I mean, we get a chance I'm, to go over there. I'm impressed. This might be this might be the new much. call now. The, 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 if we have a chance to eat something between yeah. another nice meal. I can. We'll go to Jamie's, uh, uh, Julian Serrano, and you've okay. got to try it. It's okay. the, the, I just, oh my god, so good! So I had an interesting chat with John, who's talking about his latest project. So John, who wrote the movie Big Fish, yeah, uh, is now currently he's he's putting together, and it's very close to being done. It's actually going to debut next year, a Broadway musical of Big Fish. Oh, Ooh. fantastic! Yeah, That's it's, awesome. and it's gonna it's gonna come out next year on Broadway. They're they're almost done. They're going to do a little off Broadway run. And uh, and then it will be a broad. Does it have does, does it have like big music music writing? Is it? Yeah, it's a like, big musical. Big like musical numbers. People writing like is it is it big musical names writing those songs? Or yeah, well, it- actually, the guy who wrote the music for it, interestingly enough, uh, wrote the Holly Madison Peep Show show, oh, which is here, here at Planet oh, Hollywood. Okay, uh, which apparently is not very good. Johnson, you know, he had to go see it because it's the same yeah. guy, and it's kind of a shitty show. Uh, but anyway, well, so awkward, very interesting. Um, you know, Big Fish the musical sounds like a, like, a, like a cool thing to see. Fish. He was telling me some of this stuff about it. it's really interesting. McGregor, the whole yeah. the whole story of like putting together a a, a Broadway musical is very interesting. All yeah, yeah. Kind of all the workshops and all the stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, been, so yeah, so they've been that. they've been workshopping yeah. it and uh, you know putting together all the the music and the choreography and the production design. Interesting. Um, and you gotta uh, find a space to do it. Yeah, so that's the thing. So they have to find like a Broadway. So they go. So little towns, they were well, not little towns, big cities, but they go to like Chicago and they yeah. take it around and you know put it in front of a live audience for the first time, make any final tweaks, and then they Beta have a test. Then yeah. they have a whole Broadway run. Yep. Interesting. So that'll be, I think, that'll be a cool. So that show. was your dinner, and then you came. So here. I had, so I had a great dinner with John. Like I said, the Julian Serrano is a fantastic restaurant. That's, uh, that's up there now. I, so my big, so my big recommendations for Vegas food, if you come here, Lotus Siam, yeah, which is unbelievable and and really cheap too. Yes, the Wicked Spoon Buffet at the Cosmopolitan. Yep. And now Julian Serrano at the Aria, which right. is just unbelievable. The best. I'm actually not even a Spanish small plate tapas kind of guy, but this this place blew me away. Unreal. Um, the other the other thing I was going to say, the other uh, they did a really good job with restaurants at the Cosmo and the Aria. Uh, Sage, which was some place that Gene and I were going to go, and we actually bailed on because yeah. we had eaten too much good food by the time it was time to go to Sage. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's Sean McCain's. Yeah. Well, we had, I, I discovered this place completely by accident last Sean year. McCain. Oh, okay. Last year, I went to Sean a place McLean. called um, Blue Ribbon at okay. the Cosmopolitan, which yeah. is apparently a, a famous New York place. It's a sushi Japanese place, and I ate there last year, and it's fantastic. And so when John said he was wanting to go get dinner, I said, oh, I, "I try and get us in there because I know it's good." It was booked up. So I said, okay, maybe we'll try the Aria. I know they have good restaurants down. I called the concierge and said, just what, what, yeah. what's good? And it's said, expensive. And, and 
No, not really. No, it was about well, no. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's an expensive meal, but it's not. It's not oh, a super. Expensive it was about. It was about uh, seventy dollars a head. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, which for a meal of that quality, for, yeah. If you have the is yeah, yeah. The best meals we didn't have Vegas. wine or anything. Oh, you know, just you it was do bad dinner. You know, we had two appetizers, three appetizers. You know, again, you just pick at it family style. Uh, the that's olives. Fantastic. The, the almonds and the tempura ahi tuna. Love a girl. And then John had like a kind of a really interesting, it actually looked kind of low rent, but it was amazing. He had like a white fish. You know how like you can, you can cook uh, fish in like paper, like oh, paper yeah. parcels? Yeah. Well, they cook it in this plastic bag that's made in like ovenproof plastic. Interesting. And they bring it to you in the plastic bag and it's all like done up in a nice ribbon and you undo it and the steam comes out and you eat the fish out of the plastic bag, which is on the plate. Interesting. And it looked wonderful. And I had a um, a pork chop with these little crispy wonton strings on top, and oh, it was oh, so good. You got to go there. We had stuff off a steam um, table. So then, and then, so I walked back over here with Johnny. Went over, went over to the Paris, and I came back here. We did a live show, and that's that's really my day. It's been pretty low key, really nice, very relaxing day. It's what I needed. I for now, I mean, you know, today for me, it's Vegas, right? It's what uh, half eleven. The day is just beginning. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bring the hammer. Go to those tables. Bring That's the right. hammer. And on that note, we'll... Oh, one other thing. I may have something very interesting for you tomorrow, but I cannot reveal any details yet. Can you reveal details after we're off Yeah, the I'll show? tell you after the show. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow with more testing. Until then, I'm Will. I'm Norm. I'm Gary. Bye.